Hello, I'm John, the executive producer here at Final Show Films. I got a few notes for you before the show. First, I want to thank you all for watching. We couldn't do what we do or the amount of things that we do without the support of you, the viewer. If you want to support us financially, which we always appreciate, you can go to our Patreon page at patreon.com fsfilms, where you can donate as little as a dollar a month to help us continue this and all the things that we do. I want to give a special shout out to our $25 supporters, Antitonic, Cat Waterflame, and Samantha Bates. Uh, second, I want to let you all know that we here at Final Show Films are planning a little get together up at Gen Con this year. That's August 2nd through 5th up at Indianapolis. We're going to be up there just sort of hanging out, enjoying the con, spending time together. And if any of you guys want to come up and say hi, please feel free. We don't bite unless you want us to. And if you enjoy whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to, be sure to check out our website at finalshowfilms.com where you can find links to all of our other content, both podcast and video. And be sure to follow me at John A. Bates on Twitter for more updates on all of the content we're creating in the future. In the meantime, thanks for watching. I hope you enjoy. Welcome, everyone, to Final Show Films Adventurers League Curse of Strahd. I am William, and I am the Dungeon Master for this Adventurers League campaign. Uh, and joining me today, uh, let's give John time, uh, we have Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I'm playing Connie, the human barbarian. And Jeremy. Hello, I'm Jeremy. I'm playing Valis Scourge, Asmar, a uh, grave cleric. And Jeff. Hey, I'm Jeff. I am playing Jonel, the elven sunsoul monk. A lot of J names in this in this room. Um, Sam. Hi, I'm Sam. I'm playing Zani, a half orc ranger. And John. I'm John. I'm playing Muddy, the human hexblade warlock. And when last we left off, our group had just come face to face with Kamstrad von Zarovich himself. Um, and did not have the best of encounters with him, but eventually, after seemingly have having enjoyed himself enough, uh, decided that it was time to leave the group to their own devices and departed, although Vallis made every effort to ruin the suave nature of his, of his leaving. Uh, I threw an axe in his face. <laughs> and then got the shit kicked out of you. <laughs> But I threw an axe in his face. And so, picking yourselves up from the aftermath of the battle after having dispatched the vampire spawn that had joined the fight with him, the group takes a minute to rest before continuing on, I'm assuming. But we're, that's where we're picking up anyway. Start rest. I probably could, I, could, I could use a rest, yes. So... Uh, point of order, we definitely need to figure out what we're doing against him because nothing we did seemed to matter at all. William, I'm not seeing anybody's icons on my screen. What am I doing wrong? There are no icons Give on the screen. One second. There aren't any. Okay. We're on a map. Uh, short rests, healing myself, rolling hit dice. Three. 
Well, last this time, is where you were. Last time, they were all, everybody was basically. Actually, dead. I can't do much of anything because the only damage I took is damage to my max. Uh, no, that sounds wrong. Oh, fuck, the tokens aren't linked, huh? I mean, there are no tokens right now. The tokens aren't linked to our character sheets, which means that I don't know what my health is at because I'm stupid. Uh, your health was at uh, 32. Okay, thanks. I spent three of my hit dice to get to 37 out of 39 hit points. <laughs> I spent five of mine to get to 42 out of currently 42. Normally it's I 51. Spent, I spent two of mine to get to my current max. I wasn't really hurt that much. He grappled me and then couldn't bite me. <laughs> he grappled you and then failed to do much else. <laughs> I think I'm at like 36 and I'm okay. I didn't get any of my blood sucked. I just got hit twice and fell over. <laughs> yes. Just tripped me into the ground. And blew you up. So... Oh, yes, we were unfortunately a little bit and almost hilariously underpowered here. It wasn't even that. Uh, nothing that Valos and I did did anything. Like That is not accurate. He immediately healed from everything we were doing. She's that is afraid. different from what you said. Not having a last... If you do something and it doesn't have a lasting impact, you may as well have not done anything at all, Valos. Not accurate. Which means there's probably very little that I could do to <laughs> do anything different. So, this supposed sword that we're supposed to find better be worth it. Once a problem is established, it calls upon us to determine approach. Well, I know where, we know where we have to go to get the thing that apparently can kill him. It's just that it also happens to be in his castle. Well, it stands up and starts walking to the castle. I'm kidding. Let us at least return to Valaki and resolve things there. Yes. Uh, actually, uh, since we are headed to, uh, since we are headed towards Valaki, if I could make a slight detour to retrieve my wagon from Lake Baratok. Is this the lake? Uh, I, I point at the river. Is this the lake that this river goes to? Yes. From? Yes. Just slightly north. I don't, I don't have a problem with that. GM question. Is that going to 
overrun our time frame for getting back to Valaki? Uh... I think it would actually take you about the same amount of time either way. It actually might take you a little bit longer taking the road. Okay. Well, okay. I have no objections. I mean, we're taking the road either way, aren't we? The uh, no, you'd be going that 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 uh that dotted path that isn't the saw. Oh, no, you can't see that. Never mind. <laughs> right. That there, thing there, that I'm not there, showing you. There, there, there. You are know that thing lines? that is. You know that thing that is slightly translucent because it's yes, probably on the GM on layer. The, yeah, because it's on the GM layer. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the um, to to make to make it to, to to make clear what I'm looking at that you're not looking at um, is the fact that the the main the main roads have like a solid red line to denote the fact that they are actually roads, whereas that path to the north has a dotted line to signify that it's a dirt road that is not actually like a, a like a construction road. It's just a path. Insight check on whether or not she actually led a a wagon on the place without a road to it. I'm not insight checking her at all because she, I believe her. Ah, what the hell? Why not? <laughs> I don't have advantage but 18. 13. Um, she seems to be telling the truth here. She seems yeah. to genuinely want to retrieve at least her wagon. Yep. And tangentially, Connie celebrates ever getting a higher role on a wisdom thing than Valis. I mean, it, it, it's me rolling dice, so... Very well, we detour to the north. Yeah. Alright, uh, so after about an hour of travel on foot, mm. you eventually find yourselves pulling up to the shores of Lake Baratok. And as you approach, well, you come to a cold mountain lake enclosed by misty woods and rocky bluffs. Thick fog creeps across the dark, still waters. The trail ends at a grass-covered causeway that stretches a hundred yards across the lake to a flat, marshy island with a stone tower on it. The tower is old and decrepit, with collapsing scaffolds hanging to one side for a large gap that splits the wall. Time-worn griffin statues, their planks covered. Aaron, are you strangling something with aluminum foil? <laughs> I, I think it's I don't, struggling. I I don't think they can hear me. Uh, Time-worn griffin statues, their wings and flanks covered with moss, perch atop buttresses that support the walls. Parked near the base of the tower, within sight of the entrance, is a barrel-topped wagon spattered with mud. Is this your wagon? Uh, yes, yes it is. We found it. Let's get it and go. Well. <laughs> <clears throat> so as you as you approach and get a closer look, under layers of mud, this wagon sports a fresh coat of purple paint, and its wheels have fancy gold trim. 
A brass lantern hangs from each corner, and red drapes cover a tombstone-shaped window on each side. A steel padlock secures the back door, hanging from which is a cheap wooden sign that reads, Keep Out. Does it seem... Is this like a pull wagon, or is this a horse wagon that has no horse? It's a horse wagon that has no horses at the moment. Uh, so, not to uh, try to tell you your business, but it seems like you're missing one very crucial aspect to having a wagon. I say, pointing <laughs> to where the horse should be. <laughs> oh, don't worry. She, she gets up and sits down in the driver's seat of the wagon, and then just kind of picks up what would be the reins, and then just uh, shouts, Dravash! And a pair of sort of quasi-real spectral-appearing draft horses just rise up out of the ground into the, the range positions of the of the wagon. To the horn. Ow. Okay, I certainly need a wagon that is pulled by ghost horses now. Yes, yes I want one of those too. Is there room on the wagon for the rest of us? <laughs> yeah. I climb on. Um, she uh, actually before you before you start um, trying to get inside, if any of you trying to get inside, because only room for one other person on the front. Um, uh, she like anyone who tries to go for the door, she goes, ah, wait, 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 that is that the the doors are trapped. Um, this way, and uh, she kind of leads anyone trying to go inside to the underbelly of the wagon where there's a trap door underneath, and she opens it up. All right, if you wish to go inside through here, is the only really safe way. I will go in through there. I'll take a seat up Valis, front next to her. Just because he's a little on, is going to ice of the grave. Are these actual ghost horses? No, they're constructs. Just to be sure. Fair. Well, I climb inside the inside the wagon from underneath. Do not call shotgun. As long as she's not going to be running, I'm going to walk next to the horses. Alright. Yeah, uh, yep. Alice is doing the same. Alright, so two of you are walking. The rest of you are riding. thought you said there was only room for one more person. There's only, one, there's only room for one person on the on the front, on like on the driver's seat, but there is room inside <clears throat> the wagon. Yeah. Yeah. What is, I, what's the inside of the wagon like? Um, it is a sort of um, uh, plainly upholstered sort of wooden feature, but covered with all sorts of decorations. There's like a handful of trunks in one corner, a variety like a shelf that seems to have a variety of tools. Um, there's like a, a sculpted wooden cage with a chicken and a silver ewer with five chicken eggs in it. Um, there's a, like, a climber's kit, a disguise kit, a healer's kit, and a poisoner's kit, uh, a narrow wardrobe containing three sets of fine clothes, two sets of traveler's clothes, several pairs of shoes, a harlequin mask, and three wigs, a wooden trunk covered with claw marks that holds a battle axe, a flail, a morning star, a light crossbow, and ten silver crossbow bolts. It's like, it's, it's a vampire hunter's moving wagon. I stick, I, I, I stick my head out the bottom of the wagon and call out, 
Uh, it's it's like a uh, vampire hunter's moving wagon den in here, if anyone's interested. It's quite comfortable. I am fine. Which translates to, ain't nobody got no time to climb underneath a wagon to get in. I do. <laughs> <laughs> because walking and riding, problem, that's all it is for Maria. If there is a problem on the outside... That means you need to climb out from underneath it to get out. Yep. And from the inside, uh, Maria, you can see the traps that are on all the doors. Yep. I'm riding in comfort. <laughs> and as you as you look around, basically as you as you look around the inside of the of the wagon, Maria, you look up and you see there's like a small flask containing an amount of black oil dangling above one of the doors and as you look around there are a hundred uh flasks of alchemist's fire similar to this one that dangle from wires like ornaments along the wagon's interior walls yep. if, any, if anyone opens the door improperly this wagon explodes yep Ooh, maria no, I'm, I'm very fine. vampire hunter. I'm glad you're the one that can see that because I'd be telling you to get the hell out of there if I was in there. <laughs> so if no one else uh, is Connie joining me in the wagon? No, no. I will, I will close the trap door and re recline however I may. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, the the rest of the the rest of the journey is relatively uneventful and. Roughly as the sun is setting, you are arriving back in Velaki. And the wagon sort of pulls up and rides through the gate. Are we still carry yeah, we are still carrying our madman, aren't we? I believe so. Yes. Um, wait a minute. We're still carrying that guy around? Yep. Yep. Why? Because we were going to give him to the uh, to the uh, ravens. Connie gives Valis a very disappointed look, and in fact, that like, was not pulls out Valis. a comb that... and continues brushing this guy's hair. It was not uh, Valis. Uh, that was Jeremy. Valis didn't uh, say, "Oh wait, this guy who's been next to us has been with us the whole time." <laughs> The, so, yeah, out of character, the actual reason why is that Connie seems deeply invested in trying to make this, see if this person can be corrected to being pretty. And I wanted to, Maria wanted to give him to the raven, to the Keepers of the Feather. They could get more information out than we did. Certainly. Yes. Ah. Where did you come from? That <laughs> <laughs> dangling over Connie's shoulder. So a very odd looking backpack. Climb out of the wagon. Ah. It's so nice Are to be ready? back in Velaki. No way. <clears throat> yeah, as good as being anywhere else. Uh, I object I abjectly disagree. There are places outside of this land that are much better. It's 
Well, that is a true statement, Valus. I get the feeling that you would have more fun uh, wading in, wading about chest high through the remains of a crypt. So, we're not going to trust your opinion on this. Why would that be fun? I don't also, know. For, you are for, the, for the group, I will... I will put on screen for you the, the handout for Esmeralda's magic wagon. I do not wish to desecrate. <laughs> oh no, it wouldn't be desecrated. It would be full of skeletons for you to smash. That is not fun. That is duty. That is responsibility. Which is the only time I've ever seen you smile. Anyways. Well. Hey, a man should enjoy his work, all right? <laughs> should, well, we, should, we... should we retire to the inn so that our two, so that two of our vampire, vampiric hunting party can regain their lost vitality from the vampire bites? And also get our little guests some different accommodations. That too. I'm fine. I mean, also, I think it's still a couple of days until the festival, and I don't know what the situation with our spy is. <laughs> yeah, it's two days before the festival. And I think we had we had left with him instructions to contact us at the inn. <laughs> Where is the internet? Big signal there? Uh, oh, that's right, Zanine, you have not been here. Come, let us show you the inn. <laughs> And we'll drag yep. Zanine towards the inn. It is a vaguely adequate <laughs> inn. Yep. So you you drag everybody over to the Blue Water Inn in the center of town. Pink. And which I have to then. This way. There we go. The problem, the problem with the fact that Curse of Strahd is designed to be so like open world, and you go back to a lot of zones, is that when I reload these pages, you guys are still in the in the bedroom or whatever. Yep. I'm in the black. I yeah. mean, you don't have a token yet. That's why. Bedroom's not the wrong place for us to be. We're gonna go there anyways. Yep. Yeah. Unless something dramatic is about to happen as we walk in the door. Well, uh, notably. I mean, I do see a weird bee icon up here or something? Oh, yeah, that's one of the things that should be on the GM layer. There's just a random letter B that's roaming the streets, Hi. killing innocents. We have to stop it. Legit. Sesame Street, like the dark hand. times. It's like a I, giant handful. I mean... <laughs> The Happy Time Murders is a thing that's coming out. Yes, it is, and it looks goddamn amazing. Oh. And I don't say that about Melissa McCarthy movies often. No Sesame, all street. Oh my god! I love that they. I love that they tried to sue the, the, the studio over that too. Okay, so yeah, you guys. 
um, you arrive at the Blue Water Inn, um, and you head within, and once and Danica is at the at the bar, um, serving patrons as you enter. Um, uh, Zanine, you enter a, a fairly populated uh, tavern. Um, there's a, there's a good handful of, of customers who are sitting around at various locations. Um, uh, a number of, um, different faces all sitting around having drinks with a, uh, a woman, um, a dark-haired woman with sort of, like, gray streaks in several corners in, in a very elegant feathered dress, uh, who is currently serving drinks at the, at the bar as the group enters. That's the woman all the way to the left? Yeah. Um, I think we've still got time on our room. We like paid for like a week. Yeah. So I'm going to head upstairs. Uh huh. So that Yo. we can so that we can fill Zanine in on everything that's happening in this town and contact. That's her. right. While we were in Velaki, I was going to go see if I could get some. Not necessarily fancy, but, like, decent quality, decent fashion clothes and, um, potentially a disguise kit. Well, let me see what Velaki has in terms of shops. Um. And so I will explain to Zanin everything that's happening in town. Please do. Uh, so, while I'm looking. Uh, so uh, we have several things that are we have several things that are happening uh, in this town that we need to deal with before we can move on to. Uh, okay. Yeah, right here. Okay. Um, there are several things that are happening in this town that we have to uh, deal with before we can uh, move on to the Strad's castle and doing all of that. The first thing is. Uh, so there is a lady, uh, there's a lady who has a family in the town who is maybe working with demons of some kind. Uh, she sent a spy after us, we caught and beat up the spy, and then hired him to spy on her, and uh, well, more specifically to get her out of her house so that we could go in and see if there are any missing people in her house, because there are also people that have gone missing in the town, uh, whom, we need, whom we've been sort of hired to find. Uh, also... Uh, the mayor uh, thinks that having festivals is the thing that's keeping Strahd away from the town. We know it's actually the ravens. There are lots of ravens around the town, and uh, they are actually were ravens, and uh, they will assist you if vampires are attacking, uh, and they will kill the. They are very good at killing vampires. They're the thing that keeps the town safe. Um, but the mayor thinks that festivals are the thing keeping the town safe, so uh, he is sort of uh, weirdly like possessive of them, and if anybody talks bad about uh, the festivities, they get put in jail or get accused of being an ally of Strad or any number of other things. Uh, so we're also looking, in addition to trying to deal with the demon lady, we're also looking at dealing with the mayor uh, by... Uh, uh, utilizing uh, his uh, captain of the guard who has a big demonic arm and uh, the captain of the guard with the big demonic arm we're going to at the festivities make him think that the mayor is an enemy using magic and then uh, when he kills the mayor we're going to step in and take care of him and then also somewhere in there we're going to be dealing with the lady who is probably a demon everybody in charge here is terrible and we will kill them all 
in some yes. form or fashion. Also, uh, and then we will install the. Uh, then we will install the, uh, the 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 local priest as the uh, sort of interim burgomaster until everything else sorted itself out. Where you need to go. Well, right now, I think uh, we need to. Uh, I think Connie is dropping off this madman and then going to get something from a store somewhere. So we need to contact the Ravens, I think. Yeah. Yes. We need to get the Ravens' attention. Yes. I will stick my head out the window and try to get the Ravens' attention. Uh, um. One of the one of the ravens that is always perched on the roof as you look out, um, kind of uh, looks towards you, kind of tilts its head. I will wave at it and then indicate the person that is presumably tied up in a corner now. <laughs> um, there's a there's a moment of inspection before the 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 raven uh, disappears. For a second, and presumably flies down to the lower level. Um, and a few moments later, uh, an older gentleman um, with sort of long uh, black beard that sort of has a gray streak in the on the chin and sort of short hair that is going gray on certain air edges uh, enters the room and recognizes Erwin Mardikov, the proprietor of the inn. So. I have received word from one of my ravens that you have something uh, to be taken care of. We have a present for you, I say, pulling off the, <laughs> the gag of the uh, the druid. Who I'm assuming is still yeah. babbling in druidic. Yeah. <laughs> he kind of looks he kind of looks down at the at the druid. Is there any particular reason you bring me this one? Uh, well, he is babbling in this language. Uh, he what, what was that he was saying? We determined he was saying. You didn't. No, because we cast tongues on him. Oh right, yes. Oh, um, we missed it. He, he, basically, he, he, he was screaming. He was screaming about the the vampire staff that he that he had and that you had taken from him. And that we broke. And that we broke. And then you <sighs> destroyed. All right. We. Uh, so yes, he's talking in this uh, strange language. Uh, he was. Uh, he, we found him in the Wizard of Wine, in the Wizard of Wines winery, um, and he was command. He and uh, several and uh, several other druids were commanding a army of uh, twig people, uh, and needle people, and vine people, and there were ravens there that they were apparently disturbing, uh, and we figured connection. And you haven't just killed him because? Didn't know if there was something that could be done by people who knew more about him and the world. Indicating, like, <laughs> to indicate him. I mean, if he is a druid who has fallen to the madness of this land, he is essentially, inadvertently, whether he wants to or not, serving Strahd. Is there no way to heal him? If you could cleanse the curse from this land, perhaps. But that requires killing Strahd and undoing his curse. 
is there any way you can get more information out of him? You, because we couldn't get anything out of him. I suspect if I find any of the members of the Keeper of the Feather who speak Druidic, all they will get out of him is continuous repetition of the same sentences he was saying to you. Okay. Do you have anywhere where you can sequester him until... Yes, we can, we, can, we can keep him for a while. We can take him to a safe place to hold on to. I'm just curious what you would like us to do with him. I just hold on to him? We weren't sure if there was anything you could do other there we figured you had more options than we did, so this back and forth of kill him, don't kill him, as well as like move his hand toward and away from his <laughs> constantly. <laughs> um William, I'm presumably still out shopping, right? Yes. Um it doesn't say anything about a shop, but I'm going to assume there is at least one or two stores that, that would sell clothing, so you can theoretically get a set of fine clothes for the player's handbook price, presumably. Okay. Nope, this, nope, the citizens of Velaki just grow their own clothes on their person. Yeah, it's <laughs> like part of how they're so happy. Only happy people are able to grow clothing naturally. Yeah. Because the festivals. Hey, so yes, um, we figured you had more options than we did, so. Well, I can certainly take him from you, if nothing else. It would probably be best. Well, uh, he sort of like leans down and picks up the babbling druid and carry and carries him out the door. Uh, let us know if you need anything else. Thank you. <laughs> Have a good day. Bye bye. He disappears. <laughs> well, that was uninformative. Hey. Oh, that was uh, so. That was the owner of the tavern. He works with the ravens. I say, pointing at the ravens outside the window. Uh, they are the keepers of the feather. They do things like kill vampires that come into town. Valis likes them a lot. I tolerate them. Tolerate. <laughs> that's 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 Valis's equivalent. So to about that. at this point, Connie comes back to the room. Yeah. So you well, you you enter the tavern and you find that um, as you enter the tavern, Esmeralda is actually at the bar, um, having what seems to be a very in-depth conversation with that. Um, that sort of like bald, sort of half elf looking. Um, what's the dude from Series of Unfortunate Events? Um, uh, Count Olaf. The count? Yeah, that sort of Count Olaf looking half elf with like the the hair receding on top, with like sweeps back with a very pointed chin. Uh, he he did... seems to be having a very intense conversation with with the, with that individual. He did not get the good half of the elf. <laughs> no, I don't think. Okay. <laughs> I'll head upstairs. You head past that there into the room. Uh, presumably spotting that there is no longer a druid tied up in the corner. Yep. Welcome back, Connie. I hope your shopping was full. She'll sort of indicate to that part of the room and give a, like, question mark shrug. Oh, uh, we passed him off to the Keepers of the Feather. He was a... Who were a little confused why we didn't just kill him. 
which means they might kill him for us. Well, no, they're going to keep him until we until we secure the land of the Curse of Star and restore him to his faculties. Hopefully. That's a size. Big question mark. And you see her fold very nicely and put away some men's <laughs> clothing. <laughs> Hopefully this is what will happen. More than likely, we will die in the attempt. But it is the attempt that matters. You're so cheerful. And just Miles. like deeply annoyed, lean against the wall. <laughs> poor, poor Connie. <laughs> Connie is so fucking offended, you guys. <laughs> like, on a deep religious level, this is offensive to her. Someone is being allowed to remain unpretty elsewhere out of her reach I mean, no, that would because if we're trying to time. save him the first step is to make sure he's pretty enough to save <laughs> <laughs> and she spent time and effort on that and, uh, for, 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 for reference for those who are wondering on the the, uh, the half elf that Am I the only one who could barely hear barely. that? Yeah. Yeah. Your yeah, mic is breaking up a bit. Your, your mic is not behaving again, William. <laughs> your mic was like, I'm just gonna take a nap. <laughs> All right. Well, can you hear me now? Yes. Right. Yes, anyway, right. uh, For for reference, for the for the person that Esmeralda was talking to, there's the handout for Octavio, and you see what I mean by Count Olaf looking motherfucker. Yeah. A little bit. So, so, I have a, I have a sense of I have a sense of karmic importance downstairs. Uh, so, um, you two, I say, indicating the two people with vampire bite marks on their neck. Rest, recover, relax. I'll be back with destiny and drinks. And destiny, I promise, is not the name of a lady of the evening. And I'm I gonna and I'm gonna head downstairs. You head, you head down the stairs, and yeah, as as, as mentioned, the 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 soldar, the uh, the wolf hunters are there, as are the Walker brothers, and at the bar, Esmeralda is deep in conversation with that half elf gentleman. I'm going to go sit on the other side of the half elf gentleman, lean on the bar, look over at Esmeralda, and go, "Hello, Esmeralda, who is your friend you are speaking to?" Um. So. Uh, uh, Esmeralda kind of looks across at you. Uh, this is, and she kind of looks over at the half elf, uh, Rictavio. Uh, he is uh, a bard who came into town with his wonderful uh, circus wagon. Ah, so are you going to be part of the festivities in a few days? I say, looking him up and down and trying to get a sense of who and what the fuck he is. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go downstairs with Zanin. Yeah. Zanin comes to join. <laughs> okay. Zanin heads down the stairs. 
as I force William to fumble through information to try to figure out who the fuck this guy is. I mean, I know exactly who he is. I'm just trying to handle everyone doing shit at once. Um, and Rictavio kind of looks over at you. Yes, I am... Well, I've curr- I'm currently the ringmaster of the... I'm currently... A... Well, I'm currently a carnival ringmaster with no actors. Uh, hopefully I'll be able to acquire some talent for the coming festival. Why do you not have any actors? <laughs> he kind of indicates outside. Do you know this land? Yes. They're dead. Ah, okay. See? Well, that, Upstairs. That... Upstairs for absolutely no reason and not understanding why he's doing so. Valis just says, no. (laughs) (laughs) Valis, you you need to lay down and get some rest. (laughs) (laughs) Forgive me, I don't know why I did that. But I feel very strongly about it. We can't hear this. What sort of actors do you need? I may have some people in mind. <laughs> uh, honestly, I suspect I won't be able to find anything of proper value while within this town. I may simply have to move on and continue my search elsewhere. Oh, it would be it would be such it would be such a shame for a carnival to come to town with no. How do you get all of the carnival wagons here if all of your people are dead? I only have the one at the moment. Ah, okay, okay, only one. So it's just you and two horses. Yes, and my animal companion. It's not really so much a carnival as it is just a wagon with some interesting things inside. This is my carnival wagon. But is, is a carnival wagon a carnival wagon if there's no carnival to go with it? At what point does a carnival wagon just become a wagon? This is probably too existential for a conversation. Anyways. Uh, how long do you intend to be staying in Ralaki? And is there anything you need assistance with? Uh, I think having conversation with an old friend will probably... Be decent for the moment. Ah, so two of you know each other. Is that what I'm getting here? Uh, Esmeralda kind of... Yes, you could say that we are acquaintances from some time ago. It. Uh, I was not aware that you were here in Valaki this entire time, Rictavio. I wait for him to answer that statement. <laughs> and uh, Rictavio kind of looks over. I was not aware that you were in Barovia at all. So. I mean, are there other places to go? It seems to me once you get here, it's hard to get out. Uh, Esmeralda, well, as a Vistani, I am technically allowed to leave this land. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. <clears throat> I uh, just sort of like lean on the bar and look around to see if our spy is in the room. Uh, roll your perception check. 
15. Uh, what do you have, Mr. Spy? Are you also set to never roll? You are a good. You're a dollar this bird If you're not a Vistani, can you not leave? Uh, no, the Vistani, the Vistani are the only people who are allowed to leave the domain so long as the Devil Strad stays alive. Right, so if you're not a Vistani, you gotta stay. Yes. We're stuck here, basically, until we deal with Strad. Okay. Uh, the, the, the commoner sitting by him, by himself in on the at the table in the bottom right corner is a very... He rolled a natural one, so a very poorly disguised... <laughs> <laughs> He's got the plastic mustache and John on goatee. <laughs> just sitting there like, mm. I wave at the spy. Just change real quick too. Okay. Uh, I wave at the spy. Well, uh, Esmeralda, when you're done having your conversation, if you would like to join us, I give her the room and uh, I'll 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 wave at the spy and then run over and then like go over and like pat Zane on the shoulder and head back upstairs. Okay, we'll go upstairs. Alright. Hopefully the spy will follow if he has information. Yep. So the two of you head upstairs. Yep. Hello everybody, there's a carnival in town that has no carnies. Also the spy is here. You say as he enters the room behind you. Yep. Taking off what is left of his disguise. You really need to work on that better. I say. I was kind of in the middle of a rush. Yeah, Maria sits up, having probably already moved into her sleepwear. Anyway, Connie. wanted me to set up a meeting. Yes, for you. I have a, outside. I have a meeting for you, uh, but it will be on the day of the festival. Hmm. What time? Uh, early in the morning, before the sun rises. So you. Draw, you draw her out of her house early in the morning before the sun rises on the day of the festival. Yes. Uh, supposedly she intends to enact some grand scheme of hers on the day of the festival, and she would like to speak to me on my part of the plan. Hmm. Well then, I look at Valis. Does that seem acceptable? <clears throat> I yes. As a reminder, time wise, it'll we, be cutting we were, us close. Yeah, we were yeah going to sneak into the basically. Basically, yeah. is does that seem like we'll have enough time to sneak into her house, find whatever evidence we want, and then enact our kill everybody plan? <laughs> I mean, you'd be on a time crunch, but theoretically. I mean, when is the festival supposed to start? When when is the when is the burgermeister supposed to be like on the, the grand stage making whatever announcements he's going to make? Nice. Or or overlooked a parade or whatever is going to be bringing him out onto the grandstand. Yeah. We'll figure out when our when basically how much time do we have between that meeting and when I need to be casting enemies abound on the on the captain of the guard. 
Uh, well, I'm afraid I don't know the schedule of the of the event, so I could not help you with that one. Do we? The only the only one who really knows would be the burgomaster himself. Uh, ah, that could probably be a very easy because we are you are invited as guests, so we would probably be able to uh, ascertain that time frame from the burgomaster himself, actually. I mean, would yeah. you? The man is paranoid. But if you want us to attend his carnival, then we need to know when to be there. Yes. If, if we, <laughs> if we do not attend his carnival, we will be thrown in jail. Yes, so it will be up to his best interest to let us know what time it is. Connie's now looking very appraisingly at Vallis. <laughs> Why? And he pulls out the clothes, starts holding them up to Valor. <laughs> I mean, probably. She's not actually all that shameful about it. Perhaps well, this is what I meant here. no by meant by no. No. No, honey. Think deep inside yourself. Objective. We will we will simply have to be fast then. I can do fast. So tomorrow we acquire the information on the time and make any last minute preparations and then the next day we begin our plan. So what do we do for the rest of the evening? What time I'm is it? going to bed. <laughs> I just sort of point at Vallas. As he lays down and pulls a blanket over himself. Because somebody has nine hit points he can't recover until he does. Yeah. I will also go to sleep for the same reason. Also, right. spells would be good. Yeah. So you all, you all take a long rest. It is... So you take a long rest, and after your long rest, it would be the day before the festival. So, um, so I'll go just to just to sort of shortcut this day. I think because the only thing what what are we plan what what sort of pre planned preparations do we need to do before we before sneaking into Lady's house, if any? Uh, I need to look at what spells will be used. Depending on, sorry, oh, go ahead. No, you're good. Depending go ahead. on what we wanted to do, there was some talk about potentially either after we find evidence or when we're finding evidence, bringing along one of her probably ignorant sons so that they can go, holy fuck, mom's, mom's a cultist. Mm. Um, Whatever ends that would have. But. Yeah, so let's... So... They may be ignorant, but they may not want to tell on their mother. I mean, that's... That the one. implication was they probably weren't aware. But. Yeah. Well, that's what I meant by ignorant. They might. They might not know, but she's still their mom, so it might not. Might not matter. Might not matter. Be the reaction that we want. Um, though that'll also depend on how much time we have. So I guess I will at least spend part of the day going to the mayor's house and finding out when we should be arriving for the festivities. Um, I do want to look up to see where, do they have like a stage or like a grandstand where the Burgermeister is going to be and basically look, I'm assuming somewhere near the town square. 
to seeing what they have constructed of anything like that. Yeah. Um, Parade review stand something. Yeah. Uh, Next, this day is our scouting day. All right. So yeah, the uh, the town square is the large swath uh, that sort of marks um, between all of those those that li- like sort of central wide area between several different uh, streets that connects right here. Uh-huh. Um, and there is sort of. The shops and homes that enclose the town square are decorated with limp, tattered garlands and painted wooden boxes filled with tiny, dead flowers. At the north end of the square stand, stands a row of stocks, locked in which are several men, women, and children wearing crude plaster donkey heads. In the center of the square, peasants in patchwork clothes eye you suspiciously as they use cups and vases to draw water from a crumbling stone fountain. Standing tall at the center of the fountain is a gray statue of an impressive man facing west. All around the square are posted proclamations. Come, come one, come all, to the greatest celebration of the year, the Wolf's Head Jamboree, attendance and children required. Pikes up will be provided. All will be well, the Baron. That one has, that festival you, you gather has already occurred, and the, the plaster has not simply not been taken down yet. Uh, and there are two proclamations that have been posted up following the old one. Come one, come all, the greatest celebration of the year, the festival of the blazing sun, attendance and children required, rain or shine, all will be well, the Baron. Attendance and children required? Yes. That's why we're getting rid of him. <laughs> um, Sorry, you said uh, there were people in stock. Yeah. Yes, there are. Can you describe these people? Uh, so they are a number of, I will quote the line again, um, several men, women, and children wearing crude plaster donkey heads. Okay, this is going to get awkward. We're going to... Before Vellis does that, because Connie has some idea, she's going to cast Detect Good and Evil, because if they're vampires, I don't think we're going to be too mad. Nope, they're not. Also, okay. we're going to be saving them tomorrow. Yeah, not today. There are children there being exposed to the <clears throat> elements. Making sure he Who knows play. how long they have been there. Yes. yes, but if we start a ruckus now, we will be fighting the entirety of the town guard. If we start a ruckus tomorrow, we will get rid of the people we need to get rid of while they're fighting amongst themselves and get these people freed without any of them dying or getting injured in the process. Beyond the torment and that they will continue to suffer. If you free them now and we die to the guards, they will just die anyway. As, as much as I agree with you, Vallis, we will lose our shot to get, to get the Burgermeister. Look at the people in the, the stock. Are their feet touching the ground? Uh, sort of. Are they on their tiptoes or are they flat-footed? They're sort of on their knees because, you know, okay. they're in stocks. They're not, they're not hanging by their neck. 
basically they're leaning, they're laying down in the stock, so they're not hanging from anything. So they're in an uncomfortable position, but they're not going to die from being in the stock. If we start to fight yeah. now, they will die. So they can wait until tomorrow when we have everything together. Unless you just would like, really like with, to, to sentence them to death today. And the Burgermeister will go unpunished. And they are, they are also wearing sort of plaster donkey heads that you imagine are designed to encourage ridicule. Yeah, they're going to get laughed at a lot. But as long as they're not in pain or in peril, which they are not at the moment, they should be okay until tomorrow when we can actually let them free. Is anyone harassing them currently? Um, not at the moment. Does it look like people have been throwing things? Uh, it looks, you see it's sort of the residue of like, old fruit and stuff that it looks like people have in the past, but not in the moment. I'm just gonna let Valis make this decision. I'm willing to sit, I'm willing to wait here next to them until the evening to make sure no one else does anything on towards, towards them until, until tomorrow, but I feel if we free them now, uh, Maria's right. They will be killed. And uh, the Burgermeister will go unpunished. Yeah, I hope we wait till tomorrow to get them out. Valis walks up to them. Mm -hmm. And without bothering to hide it too much, because, well, let's be honest, Valis <laughs> is checking over their physical condition. I'm keeping uh, an eye out for guards. So there are uh, there there is an iron padlock on each of the set of stocks, um, and there are three men, two women, and two young boys. Uh, all of them are essentially wet, tired, and famished. Would it be easy? To get them something to drink. I mean, they're wearing plastered donkey heads. Well, we could lift the donkey head off, give them something to drink, and put it back on. Could that Theoretically. be much of a fuss? Theoretically. Theoretically. Okay. Yeah, that that's not going to be subtle, though. No, that's so. That, that, that probably be... breaks our cover just as much as actually yep. helping these people does. And we can't do anything for them till tomorrow. I mean, we oh, can tonight, but we, we can. We can. We that's just, just pulling. That's me. just pulling the trigger on fighting the entire town. <laughs> yeah. Until tonight. Are um, there guards around? Uh, there's a couple of patrols. Um, they seem to be moving back and forth throughout the town. Theoretically, if you were quick and quiet, you could open one of these stocks and be gone before the guards come back, but then you suspect there'll be a hunt for the missing prisoner and whoever let right. them free. No, opening the stocks isn't what I'm thinking about. We have enough time me to lift off the head, get somebody a drink of water, put the head back on, get out of the way. I mean, I know it's not what you were thinking about. It's what Ballas is thinking about. Right. <laughs> um... <laughs> 
Um, we can some of the suffering if we have enough time between the guys, between the guard rounds. Connie will walk over to Vallis, uh, open up her book. To abide evil in small measure is to allow it to propagate and slowly grow like mold upon a beautiful painting. I feel like that's agreeing with Valis. Yeah, it is. <laughs> as far as you can tell, she is in agreement with what Valis has said so far. It's not impossible. These deities are not diametrically opposed. No, they are allies. Soon and Kilimbor are allies. Yes, they are. Yeah. They just have different priorities much of the time. I'm going to take a few steps back away so that if they do something stupid, I have a good position to flank okay, the guards. Okay, you did not hear that part. No, I specifically I didn't. only no, said that. No, I didn't. I am looking at the two of you standing next to the stocks. I am yeah. taking a step yeah. back so that if you do something stupid, I can flank the guards for you. Right. <laughs> yes. I'm with Maria on that one. Because <laughs> I can't. Valis turns you. around, looks at looks at looks at at the rest of the group is that there is going to be a point where my toleration of the evil of this land, because it is just the way things are, will reach a breaking point. Yes, I understand, Valis, but can you wait until tomorrow for that breaking point? You're, that's, First thing in the you, you misunderstand me at some point, because I'm certain it will happen. I will no longer be able to just say on a situation we encounter, well, this is the way it is. We'll just have to deal with it. This isn't the way it is, and we're not just going to deal with it. We're just waiting for the appropriate time to take care of it. Which is, he walks I, away. I understand, Valis. We will fix it tomorrow. He's completely yep. ignoring you. Yep. <clears throat> All right, where are you headed, Valis? Uh, uh, back to the inn. Uh, you know, you notice uh, as you're heading back to the <laughs> inn, as Esmeralda is um, uh, following behind you. Uh. uh so, uh, Janelle's gonna stay here. Before Valis gets too far away... Oh boy, I'm excited. Connie will just shoot him a very emphatic glare, and I mean, I carry around a greatsword. I'm assuming I can break the stocks. You uh -oh. can, theoretically. You're also just really strong. Do I have to bring up the greatsword? Because I feel like that's a little mean to the person whose head is currently covered. Yeah. Um, you would you would need some kind of heavy object to break the stocks open. It doesn't necessarily need to be your sword, but you'll need something to break the wood or the or the padlock. Is there like a large rock around or something? Uh I would say yeah, reasonably. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna sort of one of the kids, because that's the priority. All right. Kid, uh, children, women, then men. Um, because soon. Um, uh, so, yeah. Um, so, go ahead and make me an athletics check with advantage. Okay, cool. 
She's not technically raging yet because she doesn't want it to fade and she's not attacking anything, but... Yeah, but you have advantage because you're actually using a rock as opposed to just trying okay. to force... Um, unproficient attack, I assume, because it's improvised. Athletics. Athletics check. Oh. Athletics. That works. Funny. So, you know, at Valis, as you're heading back to the inn, Esmeralda catches up with you and it just kind of begins to, to whisper to you under under the under the noise. Um, so I theoretically we could I do actually have an idea for something we could poof, clang, 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 and the two of you turn around to see Connie is just taking a rock yeah. at box on one of the two. There's just this very pretty barbarian lady who has had all that she's going to stand of this shit. Um, immediately out of the corner of your eye, the two of you spot one of the guards who sees what is going on, turning and running towards the Burgermeister's mansion. Valus um, is just like, well, I guess that solves that as he's Soon reaching is for not a fan of slavery or undue punishment, guys. No, nope. yeah. Nope. Perfect. <laughs> Okay. was just dismissing these people's plight. Um, so I did I get that was one not. <laughs> so in perspective, yes. I, know, I know, I know. Yes, you, 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 you absolutely break this child out of the stocks. Yeah. Um, then I'm gonna turn and try and get the next person, um, next kid. And we'll we'll say because of because of the, because of your athletics role. Mm -hmm. Um, it definitely, it, it takes you a minute or two, but you definitely are easily able to break all of the stocks open and get okay. all of the, the people out. Yeah. Um, by that time, uh, Valis, are you heading back towards the spot? I mean, yes. Because okay. okay. No it is totally what, justified if you ditch to, you know, me. I'm pretty sure we're about to be in a fight. Yep. Are they right, able uh, to stand? Are any of them able to stand? Yeah, they're they're a little shaky, but they can they can get up and get out. So at this point, Ismark, I'm gonna I'm gonna rearrange you guys. Go ahead and let's uh let's draw a little bit of let's say the stocks are in these locations. Connie would be either by the stocks or guarding the people she's gotten free from them. So the stocks I think Zanin and Maria said they were standing back. Yeah, looks like back over here-ish. Zanin, Ismark, and Maria are probably all around here. I would be closer to the stocks, because once Connie started freeing them, I would probably help uh, once she starting started, with the kids. Yeah. Connie and Janelle are probably over here, and Valis and Esmeralda are returning to the scene. Yep. Quickly. Yep. As, but returning. Yeah, and as as the last of the people are freed, uh, returning from sort of all directions is a contingent of basically all of the guards in the city, which I need to slowly... Bring on to the this is why I said if you guys want to ditch me, it's probably a good idea. No, because Maria also can't abide slavery because Maria was a slave. <laughs> oh, 
fit you. I just, well, I had hoped you'd wait till tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, that, there are generally two members of our group <laughs> oh, yeah. who don't do the things that should be done. Yeah. Well, I should have remembered that. Uh, no, there's a, there's a smart move, and then there's the move you do when you have a negative one wisdom and roll a natural one on your keep your cool check. You have a negative yeah. two wisdom. <laughs> You're correct. You roll a negative one because you have a negative two. Are 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 we lucky enough to have? Um, Is the uh, captain Mr. here, Mr. Strozny? Is the Mr. Strozny? Yes, Mr. Strozny also appears. Good. Big R. Big arm von Vicky arm. Because I needed to make an intelligence save. <laughs> he doesn't even get to speak before you go no. after him. Okay. Make an intelligence save. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> because oh. if we're fighting all of the guards, he's fighting some of them. <laughs> so as, as as all of these guards gather around and Strozny like approaches and begins to open his mouth to issue some sort of proclamation towards you. <laughs> that would be a failure. Yes! All right. <coughs> I need... Hang on. I need to get everything set here for a second now, because this is a break off. Now, this might not work if he's immune to being frightened, but if he's not immune to being frightened, on a failed save, the target loses the ability to distinguish friend from foe regarding all creatures it can see as enemies until the spell ends, which is one minute. Each time the target takes damage, it can repeat the saving throw and in the effect of itself on a success. Whenever the affected creature chooses another creature as a target, it must choose the target at random from among the creatures it can see within range of the, within range of the attack spell or other ability it's using. If an enemy provokes an attack of op an opportunity attack, the creature must make an attack if it's able to. Alright, so um so excited for this fight. So you you cat you cast this spell as Isaac opens his mouth and he just you and then the magic washes over and all of these people are traitors to Strahd! All of you will die! <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, wait, yeah, wait. Yeah, he, he obviously. Wait, wait a minute. Did he say Strahd? I yeah. want to make sure that you said that appropriately and didn't, didn't Freudian slip. So, correction, I will say traitors to Strahd, implying that you are in service of, rather than you are in traitors of. Okay. Yeah. Just to clarify. Because <laughs> I was going to say, like, really? Did he just confess? Because, wow, that spell worked way better than I thought it would. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're going to immediately roll some initiative as fighting is going to start breaking out. <laughs> we're fucked. <laughs> no, we're not. We're fine. I'm gonna do a preemptive pearl flame. Yep. Uh, so uh, this guard that is immediate that is immediately next to Isaac, Isaac's demonic arm conjures a ball of flame and hurls it into him, uh, which immediately causes him to catch fire. This person well, I'm gonna get that arm. is on fire. And okay. Takes nine fire damage. I might be able to salvage the situation. 
No, this is fine. This is There's... this is amazing. I'm so in for this. Yeah. And while Maria's casting that spell, I, I know I can't take an action word rolling initiative, but Connie will sort of step forward and oh, fuck words. Um Surrender now how would repent and tact further is is to aid the evils that plague this town. Alright. Now the people from the stocks have managed to run away by this point. Yes, right? they've all they've all managed to get away. They are not part of this fight. It'd be fantastic. Maria. Alright. You I have would... the top of the round. I would like what's what was what's the guard captain's name? Isaac Strasny. I would like to like just sort of scream at the top of my lungs. Oh no! Isaac Strasny has lost his mind and is attacking the guard. Everyone help! And see if I can convince the rest of the guards that Strasny is the problem, not anybody else. I mean, Maria or Connie just. Yeah, Connie confronted them about the explicit, like, evil that they were here yes. to deal with. Roll but Strasny just lit a guard on fire. Roll me a right. deception check with disadvantage. Nope. It's not quite. <laughs> it's just, uh, uh, well, uh, fuck it. Um, ultra blast. <laughs> that, that will, that will, that will be your bonus action, but you can still use your action. Yeah. It's like, just sort of like, uh, do the very Han Solo. It's like, huh? no, really? No. Uh, fuck it. Um, it's, a, it's fine. We're, we're all fine here. We're all fine How here. Are you? Or you boring conversation. Anyways. Um, I'm going to, I'm just going to Eldritch blast the one that's on fire. Alright, roll me an attack roll. Just because might as well consolidate damage. Up, <laughs> oh, that's not with disadvantage, so that's a twenty-two. Twenty-two hits roll damage. Ten force damage. So yeah, so, oh no, Isaac is attacking the guards. <laughs> when Eldritch Blast immediately puts down the one who's on fire, he just falls to the ground. <laughs> No, she was doing an energy blast to save him from being burned. It was oh, well. supposed to be water. It just didn't um, work and out then that I'm gonna way. St- and then I'm going to step over next to Ismark so that we can have our backs to each other. You have a second blast. Oh, I do. That's right. I'm level six now. Um, yeah, the second blast will go at that one. <laughs> okay. Roll damage. Go roll attack. Um, roll attack, yeah. Do you not have agonizing blast? Nope. Okay. Uh, that's a ten. Ten does not hit, unfortunately. <laughs> Second one goes. Guards. Um. I mean, ones that just watch their companion get immolated are gonna are gonna try and go after Strozny, but the rest are going to do their. I job. made myself a target. You did. Unfortunately, they're surrounding us. <laughs> That's fine. Bring it, assholes. Yeah. That distance. Ah, <clears throat> oh, this is where we die to the guards. 
Oh, this is fine. We got this. Either that or we depopulate the town of guards. <laughs> nah. Uh, I, I will genuinely offer them the opportunity to surrender because Connie thinks that's important. These are people with work at, with jo nine to five jobs and they should be given the opportunity not to participate in wrongful enslavement. So one in every five of them will maybe live. <laughs> to be to to be clear, Valis will not because they have already participated in enslavement. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean Connie's not gonna be upset about that. I hadn't really planned on killing anyone. <laughs> I mean, we All had right. planned on killing people. It was just very specific people at very specific times. Yes. Yeah. All right. So first off, guards that are attacking Esmeralda that are actually in melee. Uh, Sixteen misses her. Sixteen misses her. Okay. That was oh, gonna be. Cool. Okay. Uh, two spears oh. being thrown at Connie. Yeah. After we get done with this, we're going to the burgomaster I... and putting his head on the stake. A natural 20 hits you <coughs> for five points of piercing damage. Oh, dink. A six misses you, though. Yep. Uh, then two more being thrown at Connie and two more being thrown at Janelle from the group that is over there to the left. Six and 13 miss you, I believe, Connie. Yeah. A natural one, and but a 20 total. Uh, 20 total will hit you, Janelle, for two points of piercing damage. I'm going to catch that thing. And, sure. Um, that is far less than my bonus without even rolling. So yeah. So you immediately <laughs> will catch it, no matter what happens. You you catch you catch the spear. Do you wish to use a key point to throw it back? No, I'm gonna look at him and just kind of shake my finger and just toss the spear over my shoulder. <laughs> no, not in my house. <laughs> Uh, and the three that are going to go after Strozny. And 15 and natural 20. Uh, his okay. So he's going to take a grand total of 10 points of damage. Uh, then... One going after Maria, one going after uh, Ismark. 11 misses you, Maria. Diz... Uh, Based yes, off what we... me. Okay. Based off what we just saw, does it look like the damage has allowed Isaac to shake off? That is a good question. Uh, he took two hits, which means he needs to make two, two more intelligence saves. saves. I think I would know. I would know if it stopped affecting him. So. Uh, it's not a spell you're concentrating on, so you wouldn't. But. He does not appear to oh. be looking at anyone as not enemies at the moment. It is not a concentration spell. You're right. That he is not. That is handy. Is not, okay, so he still looks like okay. he looks like he's still under the effects of the spell. Okay. I didn't realize it wasn't a concentration spell. That's actually very handy. Yes, it is. I am saving my second spell slot to cast it again if we need to. <laughs> So it's going to be a 22 to hit you with a thrown spear, Maria, which will deal five points of piercing damage. 
Ow! And a seven is going to miss. And then Zanine has the vast majority of the ones coming at her. <laughs> of course. Because she stepped back, yeah. Because... Oh. <laughs> okay. So Our Zanine... poor fucking ranger who did not want to be involved in this. Right? Yeah. Uh, I'm going so Zanine... down my bottom left. Yeah, well, well, first, you're, you're well, getting first attacked you're, first. First you're, first you're getting attacked. Well, okay. Uh, so By a first, lot. One one attack hits you for four points of piercing damage. Mark that one down. And then we got one, two, three, four, five. We got six more. Wow. <laughs> See, when you start a fight, it's not just you in the fight, Zanine does. <laughs> Y'all could have run. Yeah, you did not have to get involved in this. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Because you could have left my character for dead, and you know I wouldn't have given less of a shit than... None of us are evil. <laughs> and it wouldn't have just been your character, it would have been all three of you and the people you just sent free from the stockades. <laughs> I so, mean, I feel like, I feel like the Strahd Hunter survives. Of the, of the, uh... Six attacks with your armor class of 18. Only one of them hits you, which deals an extra five. So you take a grand total of nine damage this turn. Well, I'm down to nine. Ah, that's not so bad. Down, not down to nine. I'm down, down to... Down by nine. Down by nine. Okay. Put you at, I think, like 33. Yeah. Oh, I've got more hit points than you for now. For now. <laughs> All right. So, Zanine, it's your turn. Yeah, and I'm going to... Connie, Connie, you're up next, so be thinking what you're going to do. How many hit points mm. do you have? You don't know, but they don't seem to be very tough. Alright, I'm gonna take this oh, guy. Oh, no, turn. sorry, Valis, you're up next. Sorry, I I do not normally, I did not have my tiebreaker thing in when I... Okay. No, it's it's fine, I wasn't sure. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go for this guy bottom left of me. Alright, go ahead and make an attack roll with your longsword. I can't one I wanted to use, but that's the one I'm going to have. Okay. Uh, no, the, the one on your character sheet. That's the one that I... Was, that, was the, that was the damage roll from earlier in the chat. The one that is on your character sheet separate from the chat window. Okay. I'm missing a page then. Hang on. Let me pull it. Yeah, you haven't pulled your character sheet up. Let me... Yeah. The magical disappearing GM reappearing in other sections of the screen. Look at him now! Wow! Missing one. Alright. I timed that well. Oh, it's hard. And go ahead and put your character sheet back up again and hit the longsword button again. Which one I just hit? Uh, the one that you, the one that I just clicked in your character sheet. Yep. That one. Okay. Got it. No, the other one. The one that's in the separate window. One that's in the se it's in a separate window. No, no. 
the <laughs> character sheet window. And There's he's a little around. sub tab with your name on it. I am. This one. No. <laughs> the one, the one that got minimized when you had to click back. Okay, that one. This one is always the one when I'm talking about your character sheet. This is your character sheet. So, long sword again. Four will also hit. And twelve more. With two strikes, Zanine immediately cuts down the guard that is immediately to, next to her. Bottom left. Yep. Unless you have anywhere, do you want to move anywhere or use anything with a bonus action? Uh, yeah, I need to move one square to, uh, down. One square down. Down? For one and attack and from the guard who you're leaving. Well, we'll miss you. What was that? And one <clears> caddy <throat> so I can get to this guy next. Alright. Alright, anything else in your turn or is that it? Uh, I have one more attack, correct? No, you have two attacks. You already used both of them. Okay. Uh, then I'll move one square over and then I'm done. Alright. Uh, then Valis. All right, Connie, you're up next. Um, Esmeralda looks to be in fine shape at the moment, right? She's uninjured. Yeah, so I thought. Um, let me see if I can. There is actually no way to go through all of these without. Ah. Are you really worried about a tax of opportunity from these guys? Not so much. Um, I'm more worried about uh, um, distance. Um, I will, yeah, I will move. See, I didn't so I'll take, take two out attacks, attacks of opportunity. Five, yep. ten, fifteen. An eleven and a seven both miss you. Okay. Twenty, twenty-five, thirty. And that gets me in range for... Uh, you know what? Let's start off with... It would be really, really overkill to guiding bolt these things. People. If only you people. had If only you had They're lightning. people. If only you they had are, thing. They are people. They people who've done some really bad shit, but they're technically people. If only you had um, lightning bolt. Right if only I had fireball. I mean that too. If only I had fireball. I didn't take it. I took vampiric touch instead. <laughs> You get fireball as a, as a that's a, that's a you problem. I get vampiric touch as a domain spell. I don't have a choice. Um, I will. You know what? No, I will spiritual weapon. Um, and I can place it uh, sixty feet. So we are gonna put a nice little spiritual weapon. Let's say right. Let's just put it right 
there. Alright. Uh, spiritual weapon. I think I will give you Eagle, the spectral, spectral uh, 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 bastard sword, and we're gonna attack him. Alright, go ahead and roll me an attack. Um, 26. Alright, go ahead and roll damage. For five, five points damage. of force damage. To start. Cuts across his, his torso and he looks up at the at the spectral bastard sword hanging around. Ah! Straw devil magic! And you know, it's really unfortunate to hit for him that he just got injured. Because I'd have a cantrip. You do. Toll the dead. <laughs> <laughs> of course the D twelve one does the wait a minute. Yeah, the D12 was the Did the D12 not auto scale? It did not oh, auto scale. Okay. Another D12 real quick. Nine damage. If if he didn't, if he failed to save. He failed to save, and then he dies as the ringing <laughs> of the bells. Devil magic, boom, dunk. <laughs> That's my turn. All right, Connie, you're up. All right, Connie's gonna move to here first. Bonus action to rage. Actually, she's going to move to here because then she can hit more people. Okay. Bonus action rage. Any who who think that that by hating these these actions in the name defending your city is acceptable will answer to me. Thirteen. Their armor class is actually not awful. They just can't deal damage. The armor class is sixteen, so you miss with the first one. Fuck. Never mind. Did you want to attack recklessly, by the way? Oh, right. I can do that. Yes. So we'll count that as your first attack. Go ahead and make a second attack with advantage. Yeah, absolutely. Because she is trying to get all of them to come after her. 23 hits. Roll damage. 14. Doesn't even matter what your radiant damage is. This one is gone. Yeah. Strike. Strike. And now they all have advantage on me. Alright. Anything else in your turn? No, I use my bonus action to rage. Um, and I'm gonna give Valus some space because I know he likes to light everyone on holy fire. It is something he enjoys. Uh, Esmeralda is going to yeah yeah no that's a that's a that's a perfect line so she's gonna she's gonna take up the opportunity uh one two three four yes uh she's going to step over here taking two attacks of opportunity from the guards 
neither of which are going to hit her. And is going to... He doesn't like... It's actually going that, to that hits them all. Yeah. Uh, except, she can also do that. Oh, yeah. That... Oh, that's even better, because it doesn't kill steel. Yeah. So she she's she kind of... Also, it makes him remove her... to the next group of people, which locks them down for a minute. He, he, she, she thrusts her hand out with arcane sigils forming around her wrist, and a bolt of lightning crashes out from, from her hands. Uh, needs to roll damage so, on a lightning bolt. So now Strazny ends up going to that group, which then takes them out of the fight for a minute. Oh god, even if they make their save, they're all dead. <laughs> yeah. Bolt of lightning ionizes that, that trio of guards. And then Ismark. He is currently looking around at the group of people. Are we really doing this, Maria? Yes, apparently. All right. And he turns and is going to attack with his longsword. They are attacking us now. We can't really say no. Yeah. Uh, natural one misses. 23 hits, though. So the first guard that is around the two of you goes down. Uh, Jonelle, you're up. Oh, boy. Well, Connie can handle herself. Yes, I can. <laughs> and hopefully... Actually... You're slightly off, by the way. You're, you're clicking... You're starting from the square next to you. Well, we're going to move to take some heat off of Zanin. So, yes, I can move 55. Actually, I can move farther, but yeah. Um, I'm going to make one uh, attack on this guy first. And note, I am not trying to kill this man. <laughs> All right, go ahead and make your attack. Natural 20. <laughs> Roll damage. Okay, yeah, he's immediately unconscious. And Chanel just walks up, grabs him by the side of the head, goes <laughs> pap, and he falls over. Just slap him upside <laughs> the head, step over him, and second attack is going against this guy down here. Alright. No man attack. That hits. Roll damage. Boom. You punch him in the side of the head. He's still conscious. He's still conscious. I'm actually going to spend a key point and do a bonus action uh, to take the dodge action. And just kind of look at everyone else going... Just kind of wave them forward. All right, Batman. <laughs> All right. Isaac Strasny. 
Uh, what are the specifics of enemies abound? Um, he has to attack the next nearest person that he can, basically. So he he would end up going actually let's see twenty feet, twenty feet. He could either pick these two guys or this group of four. Actually, uh, regarding all creatures, it can see his enemies until the spell ends. Uh, when it chooses another creature as a target, it must choose a target at random from among the creatures it can see within range of the attack. Yeah. Yeah. He will still attack whatever enemies he detains to be the most significant. Well, at random. Of the ones that are within range of whatever attack he's doing. Yes. <clears throat> and if he has to move closer, he moves closer. So he's actually going to... Let's see, Isaac, what do you think? Not bad. Uh, he actually has at least some kind of decent threat evaluation and is going to go straight for Esmeralda. Yeah. I mean... She did the, she it's did the not stuff. inaccurate that those two are more of a threat than the guard. That said, he has to use his Hurl Flame attack, so it has a 60-foot range, so he has to pick one target at random from within 60 feet to actually make the attack on. So yeah. one, Which is two, three, everybody. four, five, six, seven, Everyone eight, is yeah. within 60 feet. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two. And roll a d22, and anyone one through six is one of you guys. No, one of the random guards. Catches fire, probably. Uh, dies, actually. <laughs> I was going to say, this one explodes. Enemies abound is a great is a great spell. Mm -hmm. Muddy, uh, you're up. Uh, yep, no, I'm going to let I'm going to let Valis and Connie deal with Strasny because, yeah. Yay! Um, it's not even my birthday. <laughs> I'm gonna move over here, and I'm going to cast Vampiric Touch on this guard because ow, I'm hurting. And it's a concentration spell, so I can just keep it up for a while. All right, go ahead and roll me your Vampiric Touch with advantage because you're flanking. Jesus Christ! You missed with a fourteen, though. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I mean, it's good to be rolling this poorly against guards as opposed to vampires. Yep, yep, my turn. That's my turn. Alright. I'm going to six turn. and a four. Bing. Bing. And I go Bing. down. Bing. <laughs> These guys are kind of terrified, so they're going to go straight for Strasny. Who just lit another one of their friends on fire. Bump. 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 Guards have basic have basic military training. They know how to form regimented lines. Not necessarily how to avoid doing that when there are spellcasters around, though. They know how to flank, too. So, first off, three attacks with advantage against Connie. Cool. 22 hits, yep. 12 misses, 14 misses, and 9 misses. So you take eight points of piercing damage, half to four from these three attacks. 
Cool. Strozny. Three attacks coming at him. Natural one, ten, and natural one. No one's able to hit Strozny. Good. Three attacks going at Janelle. At disadvantage. Yep. Natural one, twelve, and seven. I'm assuming I'll miss you. Yeah. Yes. Two attacks going at Zanine. Five and nine miss you. These guards are not going to hit anybody. Uh, two attacks with advantage on Maria. I don't wait until you make that statement. Uh, natural 20 <laughs> hits you. Yeah. For um, points of piercing damage. Not a crit. It is not. Are you within 30 feet? I am yes. within 30 feet, yes. I that use my a... reaction. It is not a crit. All right, you only take six points of piercing damage. Yay! And what's your armor class? 16. Uh, so a 16 hits you. Yes. You take four points of piercing damage. Ow! Fine. And then one without advantage. 12 misses you. I am at 24 hit points out of 30. Look at them. They don't even hit that hard. You're fine. I don't have that many hit points. Not hitting that hard still kills me. <laughs> Zanin, it's your turn. Valis, you're up next. Yep. Okay. Gonna go for this guy right next to me. Alright, go ahead and roll your attack. Is here, correct? In your character sheet, yes. Yes. Alright, 25 hits. Roll damage. Five points. Wait, no. Yeah, five points of slashing damage with your long sword. All right, he's still standing. Go ahead and make your second attack. Why are you using it two-handed? I'm not. Well, theoretically, does more damage. No, it's using it one-handed. I'm using it one-handed. Because it's oh, right. the dueling style, which does one-handed attacks. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, actually, no, there'll be 12 points of damage, uh, which will actually take him out. Uh, alright, and then roll, roll damage for your second attack. No, the damage roll. You already hit him. Oh, okay. Wrong and 12 points of damage again. The second one goes down as well, as you just Deftly destroy both of these people. Yay! Alright, you want to move anywhere? Uh, yeah, I got 30 feet of movement, so... Yeah, it's six squares. If I go over there, you're going to take those out before I can do anything. I only uh, have one attack. <laughs> Maria okay. only gets to hit one person in a turn. Alright, I'll go over there. Alright. All right. If you, if you stand on the other side of that guy, I can get advantage against him and maybe hit him. <laughs> hey, right there, then. All right, Valis, you're up. Connie, you're up next. All right, well. This little spectral sword moved. Ah, let's take out this guy in between. Um, Jonel's trying to just knock them out. The sword comes in and decapitates him. 
I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> 26. That hits. Roll damage. For 10 force damage. He's still alive, technically. <laughs> you're like, bam! Is bam! That, is that not punch the... Out, punch out, Spectral sword, like, stabs through no, stuff. That, like... that, is, that, is, that is not the one that had already been injured. Okay. Um, if he had gone for the one that was at the bottom, that guy would be dead. <laughs> oh, just wait. Just wait. Just you <laughs> wait. Um, well, just you wait. While I'm trying to render them unconscious, Valis just walks up and beats them to a bloody pulp. More or less. Well, I mean, but Valis, Strasny is right there. You know, he's really... You, you have no idea how difficult it is for him right now, not to attack him. In fact. Feel free, because there's no visual indication that he's no longer under enemies abound, so the guards might still keep attacking him. Oh, is he is he actually not under it anymore? No, he's, he's still under I it right him. now. He's still oh, okay. under it right now. Also, his intelligence save is kind of garbage, so there's no guarantee, even if you do hit him, that he'll actually... No longer oh, be under the spell. Oh, fuck it then. Let's let let's my spell level three guiding bolt his ass. And my spell save DC is sixteen. So is it his intelligence save is zero. <laughs> uh, I do not have advantage. This. Uh... God damn it! Maybe he's not wearing armor today. His armor class is 14, unfortunately. You just barely missed. The Guiding Bolt flies wide. Uh, and it's, you already used your bonus action. You want to move anywhere? Uh, I will. You know what? Why not? He seems to be busy with the guards. Or the guards seem to be busy with him. Alright. Uh, Connie, you're up. Okay. Huh. Cool. Um, I'm gonna start with the one that's furthest from the fighting and work my way down. Recklessing again. Alright, uh, 25 hits. Hit. 10 and Radiant for 18. He is gone. Next one... 22. I think 22 hits. Yep, roll damage. 13. He is also gone. <laughs> okay. So, in that case, having eliminated those two, she'll move up to here. Alright. Anything to do with your bonus action, or...? Just level my sword at the next one, like, do you really think your odds are any better? Uh, roll me an intimidation check. Cool. Considering you just literally killed two people that does, were standing right next to him she get without a, Does she get with, advantage? In... No. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I know I don't have advantage. I was just... It would have been a six anyway, yeah. but it's not quite enough to make this man put down his weapons. Yep. The person who's wearing the Halloween sexy version of priest robes and <laughs> smacking people with a divine great sword. He is very disappointed in your life decisions. Uh. All right. Esmeralda's turn. 
Man, now I want to see a spin-off D&D game. With, so, as you described, Kanye, I want to see a spin-off D&D game with Connie and Talia running around Theron. Yes. Yes. Potentially bitching at each other about the slight idiosyncrasies of their deities. Uh, I mean, Esmeralda is about to kill steal like four people. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's fine. Uh, well, it's going to hit the one guard above Strozny, Strozny, and all three of those guards in front of Janelle. <laughs> yeah. As Esmeralda steps oh, yeah. aside and brings her hand out to the left, as again, that's, that those magic runes appear across her forearm, and then a bolt of lightning strikes out from her hand. It's not even fair. <laughs> Alright, Strozny, make a deck save. You're the only one that it matters about. You still fail. Uh, dead. 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 And Strozny gets to make another dead. intelligence save. Strozny takes 22 points of lightning damage. Fortunately, the intelligence save DC does not change based on the damage take. So, I feel like this has turned That's into, you know when you fuck up in Dishonored or Hitman, and suddenly there's a pile of bodies yeah. in, in the room? What did, what did he roll, William? I rolled a 14. That is not enough. Yay! Still under the effect. Ismark uh, is looking around. I feel really bad about this. This is, they don't actually stand a chance. They don't even know what they're doing. He says, as he just kind of puts his long sword in both of his hands and just I, like, go to sleep. Go I to sleep. Currently <laughs> have, I currently have don't two spears sticking out of me. Go fight as, as He's trying, he's really trying not to kill these people, which apparently he's succeeding at because he keeps missing. <laughs> <laughs> Like the damage numbers would be putting these people down in one hit, but the attack rolls are not there. So he's just like, please just stop. Just stop. <laughs> I'm sorry, this I can't not I'm But they are We like... are making this town less defensible against Strahd every second. <laughs> oh no. Bonnie explicitly called for their surrender many times. I know, let's, that doesn't change the fact that we're making the town less defensible every second. <laughs> let's take a moment and remotely pretend that any of these individuals can stand up to Strahd, even if there was, like, a hundred of them. Yeah. Jonelle, it's your turn. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, for that one. No. Uh, um, let's see. 5, 10, 15, 20, 5, 30. So, like, come over here. Uh, hit him. Wait. Is this guy still alive? No, he's unconscious. No, I knocked him unconscious. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yes, he's still alive. He's still I alive. He's on the ground. I had. Yeah, no, I, I, I'd forgotten about, I just, because you were on top of him, I hadn't seen him there. Um, uh, yeah, I'm gonna attack this guy down here, again, I am not trying to kill him. Alright, roll, roll me an attack. Ten is gonna miss. And misses. 
You're definitely it. not trying to kill him. Holy well, cow. Mrs. You're doing really good at the whole not killing I, him. Yeah, so much for that. Yeah, plan. You, 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 and, you and Ismark are in the same boat right now. Of like, I really this don't want to hit really you. You're pulling wild. your punches too hard. It's like, come on. You can run away now. Um, I'm going to actually do Flurry of Blows. <laughs> just because okay. I could do what I originally planned on doing. So, take it. Seven. Seven. Okay, he's still standing. Still standing. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, I'll just, yeah, I'll hit him again. It's like nineteen hits, roll damage. Not <laughs> nine. He's unconscious now. You can leave now, and I am. Uh, I'm going to use the rest of my movement to come around this way. He can't leave right. yet. He's unconscious. Right. Isaac, oh, I need his health. health. Isaac is surrounded by enemies, so he's just going to swing with his battle axe. As a D3, number one will be uh, Valus. Bring it! All right, now I'm going to say, watch Maria just kills the guy I just knocked unconscious. He <laughs> kills this guard with one swing. Okay. D2, number one is Valus. Number one, going for Valus. Bring it! That's a twenty-two to hit. That's a hit. He that will deal thirteen. That will deal thirteen points of slashing damage. He brought it. <laughs> Math. Maria, I'm going to reach out for the one between me and Valus. You mean Jonel? Are me and Jonel? Yeah. Only with advantage. Fucking hell! Fifteen misses. Hey, I tried. <laughs> I'm just gonna bleed out trying to heal myself, okay? My favorite part of what is about to happen once it gets to my turn is using the guard to get advantage on Isaac. Alright, uh, the one guard that is left on Connie is gonna try and stab at her. That's a ten to miss, even with advantage. Um... The one that is next to Janelle is going to attack Janelle. That's a 20 to hit. That's going to hit. That's four points of piercing damage. <clears throat> and the one between Zanine and Maria is going to go after Maria. But the natural one missing. And then the one left next on Isaac is going to try and, is going to try and hit Isaac. The 19 actually hits, dealing nine points of piercing damage. Isaac is to make a side. I don't know. Uh, the one that was on you, you did not attack you. No, the one that was next to Isaac is not unconscious and is not knocked out anymore. Isaac. No, the one, the one next to Isaac wasn't hit by anything. This no, one, one. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, this one and, I, and then this one are unconscious. Isaac yeah. is the one in the middle that's been throwing fire at the guards. No, the one that's unconscious is Ismark. The one that's next, the one that's unconscious next to someone in your party, the one that's in your party is Ismark. Okay. He's smart, not Isaac. Isaac is the... Okay, bad guy. Okay. Isaac, I don't make Isaac is the guy with the demon arm. Uh, that Valus wants to rip four, off and mount on so his wall. Fails. Isaac is still on track. <laughs> I might have that arm. Zanin, <laughs> it's your turn. Okay, I'm going to go for this guy right here in front of me. Alright, roll me an attack with your longsword. 
You actually have advantage, so roll again, because you're flanking with Maria. Okay. Yeah, I uh, would have been a 17. 17 hits, roll damage. How come everyone but me can hit? <laughs> And damage. He is technically still standing. Go ahead and roll me your second attack. Still with advantage. You're a warlock. I have a higher to hit than Zanin does. <laughs> You're a warlock. That has nothing to do with your to hit. Alright, go ahead and roll damage. Six points of slashing damage. He goes dead. Man, you know, technically there's an unconscious guy next to you, Maria. <laughs> right, I'm gonna move over one. All that means is I still have advantage. Also, <laughs> if you hit him, you have a critical hit. So next is Valus, right? Yes, Valus, you're up. Are you yep. gonna stay right there, Zanin? Yep. Alright, Valus, you're up. Connie, you're so on. I move there. All right. My sword moves 5, 10, 15, 20 there. And I will be casting... Um... Temporary touch? Inflict wounds. Yeah, I feel like a level... Uh, a, 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 a level 3 inflict wounds is a good idea right now. All right, roll me that attack with advantage. Because <clears throat> the guard is definitely an enemy right now. 20 hits. Roll damage. Skinner. 27 Ow. damage. Ow! And then... The sword does not have advantage, but uh, 19. Uh, 19 hits. And for another 9 force damage. Ow. <laughs> he won't admit it, but right now, Valis is kind of a little And bit... she technically gets two saves off of that. Yep. She does. Let's see if he even has a chance of getting rid of this. Ten and three. No. <laughs> There's a little tiny smile. Like a hint of one. Connie, it's your turn. Okay. I'm gonna go up. Um, and am I getting advantage from flanking? You're gonna leave that one guard that was left alone? Yeah, he can attack me if he wants. Okay, yeah, he will make an opportunity attack with a five, which misses. Um, no, you because the because the okay. sword is not an entity; it is a source of attacks. Yeah, uh, cool. it can get flanking, but it can't provide flanking. That's fine, but that means I'm reckless. So rage, he attacks. Thirteen misses. Wow, yeah, barely though. Twenty-one. Well, hits that now, should hit. Yes. And divine fury. Slashing. Yeah. That was right. a shit roll. 
And he gets another save. One more save. Eleven. Still no. Well, last least now he has at least a 50% chance of hitting someone who wasn't his ally when this fight started. Yeah. Um, but it's Esmeralda's turn now. And Esmeralda's is going to step over this corpse. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and is going to... She's going to use her uh, her magic rapier. Cool. Twenty-four hits for nine points of damage. Thirteen misses, and then her third attack with her hand axe in her offhand. Twenty-five hits for four slashing damage. As as Esmeralda dashes over to Isaac and slashes out twice with a rapier and then comes across with this with the hatchet, burying it into the shoulder of his demonic arm. Ismark's turn. Ismark just kind of looks at the unconscious guard on the ground, looks at the one next to Janelle and Maria, looks over at Isaac. Go for Isaac. Yes, you'll, I think so. You'll feel better about yourself. <laughs> Definitely will. He steps over here. And is going to use his longsword in one hand and pull out his short sword. Ismark runs up to attack Isaac. Isaac just on the random die roll attacks Ismark and like one shots him. Just, <laughs> just elbow checks Isaac. Well, then we elbow don't actually Ismark. have to explain to his sister. So we morally compromised your brother a lot. We can just uh, say he was killed. Actually, um, Is Ismark gets his first kill of the entire campaign. Ismark gets to feel good about himself. Stop being selfish, Vallis. <laughs> As Ismark rushes over, and with two swipes of the longsword, brings down Isaac Strozny as the massive brute just kind of topples over, almost falling onto Vallis, as Vallis just kind of steps backwards, and the corpse just hits the ground in front of him. And then, I'm sorry, go away, Ismark says, as he kind of lashes out with the short sword towards the one remaining guard. Hitting for seven points of damage. Go away. Jonelle, it's your turn. Isaac is dead. Jeff? Okay. Um, let's see. Does he still look like he's trying to fight? Uh, yes. Not, not very well, but... Not very well. I am, again... I'll try to take him down non-lethally. Alright, you have advantage. Uh, oh, and I've got advantage, so I'm going <laughs> Still misses. Yep. Second, uh, second strike. 
Assuming he's still up. So, bonus action, attack wounds again, 22. That hits, and um, he's unconscious. Bonk. Yes, quack. Okay. There's... This guy up here is still up, right? Uh, yeah, the one up there is still alive. Uh... Uh, move up here and just look at him and go, this is your last chance to leave before one of them kills you. Isaac is dead. Maria. I didn't bring this spell out for nothing, damn it. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. I stand here and I hold my action to vampiric touch this guy when he inevitably tries to stab me. Uh, guard. <laughs> Guard's turn. Uh, the one that is left in the fight is going to try and stab at Ismark, which will miss with a 15. And the other one just kind of looks at the ensuing battlefield and the pile of bodies. Nope. Puts a spear down and runs away. Damn it! I mean, he can. Okay. Disappears off the map at 30. Man, it's certainly unfortunate for him that Guiding Bolt has a range of 120 feet. You know? (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? Oh, uh... These two guys are unconscious, right? Yes. So it wouldn't be sporting to kill them since they're not awake, huh? Generally speaking, no, but you can if you want to. It is not a good aligned action, no. <laughs> no, um, it is not. No, it's not. So I guess I think I have enough rope in my bag to tie them up, so I will tie those two up so All they right. can't wake up and kill somebody else. Dude, that's you a spend, Stefan you spend, action. You, you, yeah. you, you, spend, you spend your turn tying up the first of the guards. All right, so that brings us to throw them into the stocks. Yeah, we can throw them in the stocks. Turns around, sees the guy running. (laughs) Or we could wait to have their trial after we've dealt with Burgermeister and the the crazy with the blood. Roll me an attack with your guiding bolt. And for the record, it's not just, it's not, it's because he doesn't want anybody running to the Burgermeister and warning them. Is he running I mean, in the direction of the Burgermeister's house? Uh, probably. Also, we can't use the stocks. Connie broke them. No, she broke the padlock on them. We can still tie them closed. Mother... Oh, unfortunately misses. The guiding bolt is... <laughs> zones out and passes by just over the shoulder of the guard as he continues running. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30... Can I get to the Burgermeister's house in less than a minute? Uh, probably not faster than he can. Can I chase? I, I, the I don't care down. if it's faster than he can. I just need to use my hand on somebody before the spell goes away. <laughs> Could I chase the man down? Yo, um, oh, chase the man down. Uh, yeah. Connie, you're up. 
I mean, I will okay. get at least one more. Sorry, I will get at least one more shot with Guiding Bolt because he was 60 feet. He was 90 feet away. I cut it down to 60. He's going to run 60. That'll put him at 120. I'll get one more shot at him. Yeah. So. And he's literally right off the edge of the map right now. So. Yeah. Oh, I can reach him. But yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I'll go up to the one guard who's still here with the guy who killed his boss and the lady who killed most of his friends. And just stick my sword in his face, which is still glowing with radiant energy. Yep, go ahead, make the attack. Is it really worth if... Okay. Ending... Um... Is it really worth defending a regime that locks up up the foods that don't attend its parties? Uh, go ahead and roll me an intimidation check with advantage. Cool. All your friends are dead, or very soon to be dead. Is this worth it to you? Because if it is, I will kill you. 20. <laughs> Uh, no, 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 it really, really isn't. No. It, sit it's not. down. He sits down. Yeah. And Maria, uh, fuck. Maria's the other one. And Connie will just stick her sword in the head of, um, Isaac. Okay. Uh, Esmeralda. Go right there. Did you want that one to not get away, Valus? Um, on my turn, how far off? Oh, yeah, it says Rolla's turn, real quick. Go. Uh, she she looks over Valus. Did you want that one to not get away? We don't want the the Burgermeister being warned. All right. Very well. Takes <laughs> her hand, and one more lightning bolt. Okay. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Just you know, just after we murder all of the leaders of this town, we might want to leave very quickly. Yes, we just, will be leaving. Just, just on the off chance that Lightning Bolt might roll poorly, she's actually just going to extend her hand out and cast a fourth level magic missile. Yeah. We'll deal with the Burgermeister, then the Demon Lady, and then we will leave. Yep. Probably. Three dark, or, no, sorry, uh, three... Four, five, six darts. Never return. <laughs> and take out the take out the guard as he's running. I really fucking hope that neither of those things is what's keeping Strahd away from the city because we won't turn back to check. Oh, we, we, I mean, we determined that it was the Ravens. Yeah. I don't remember if this has been brought up yet, but Valus has a uh, has a plan. You I don't think we referenced it. What the plan was. We we did a we did get the uh, priest to agree to be in charge. And is yeah. Mark with yeah. the fighting with the, with the fighting basically over as we move out of initiative? Uh, just kind of puts his sword away. Maria is oh, Maria. Maria is stomping and upset because I pulled out vampiric touch and haven't been able to use it. <laughs> Val is like, unconscious people. 
Isn't there still someone next to Connie? I'm not evil. I I made him surrender, but yes, he's technically awake. I am chaotic. He's sitting down with my sword pointed at him. I am chaotic. I am not evil. <laughs> if you if you really wish to, you could use it on me. It won't hurt that much. That is not an efficient way to heal someone. Valis. I use vampiric touch on Valis. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you even want to not let this attack hit you, Valis? No, he will one hundred percent let this happen. All right, so just roll the damage on it. Twelve necrotic damage. Six necrotic damage. I heal for I don't know how much. Hang on. Three. I have resistance. Mm-hmm. He takes six damage. You heal for three. Yep. Just there. That's for getting me stabbed. <laughs> Twice. Take the unconscious guards. Well, take the unconscious guards, put them in the stocks, and use some rope to tie them closed. All right. So yeah, you you tie the unconscious guards into the stocks. All right. All right. Plan. Z, let's tie them up and then head to the Burgermeisters and finish this off. I look over at Connie's like, I feel like this was plan A. Connie will... Plans must be adapted when new information is received. Uh, do you intend to also put the one conscious guard in the stocks, or...? Yes. Yeah. Plans are things that you stop and think about, not things that just happen when you stop thinking. You do not get to call this a plan. It was not a plan. No planning was involved. Nope, this was just it happened that way. (laughs) Esmeralda kind of cleans her blade off. Well, nonetheless, I believe you mentioned a devil-worshipping woman to deal with, and also a foolish burgermeister. Yes. Yes. Burgermeister first. Foolish burgermeister first, yes. So you head back to Barovia. I grab Isaac, throw him over my shoulder. (laughs) Sorry, not... No, sorry. The, I don't know. The Burgermeister in Barovia is dead already. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Burgermeister's mansion. Didn't you guys kill Isaac? Yes. Yes. Which is why we're carrying his corpse around. Which is why Valis is Wait, hold on, hold on a second. Valis, hold on a second, Valis. I would like to carve the arm off of Isaac. Uh, sure, not, you take your sword and... Not quite yet. Right. No, I, I, want to, I want to do a thing with it. What do you want to do with it? It will be very funny. What do you want to do with Could it? Could they use it to knock on the door? <laughs> we can do that without carving it off. It's more funny if I use it to knock on the door and then hand it to the Burgermeister when it's not attached to Isaac. He drops the uh, he he drops Isaac, <laughs> takes his axe, kunk, kunk, 
I t- <laughs> we remove the arm and I take the arm. <laughs> All right, yeah. And then we go up to the Burgermeister's mansion. It's lighter this way anyway. And I knock on the Burgermeister's door using the limp hand of Isaac. Oh, wait. Isaac had a battle axe. I grab it, too, and put it on my belt. He did have a battle axe. Just in case it's magic. Uh, I may be able to use that. It is just a regular-ass battle axe. Oh, well, <laughs> no, I cannot. Well, well, they're doing all of that, Connie will um, make sure that the bodies of all of those gods, guards we slaughtered are placed sort of respectively, respectfully-ish to the side. Um, potentially, if someone has a tarp, put that over it. For the record, Val, uh, um, uh, uh, Isaac is now being dragged, not carried, because he's gushing like a sieve out of one sh- one uh, armhole. Yeah, <laughs> got him by one leg and dragging him behind. I am articulating the fingers as best I can, just like make them into a middle finger. This For party the goes from moralizing to morbid, like, in no yeah. time flat. I am Ooh. chaotic, not good. <laughs> For the record, I would consider this to be wrong in the extreme if that was not a demon arm. Well, if it wasn't a demon arm, would you have not... cut it off. Yeah. You do not defile corpses unless those corpses... I have demon Can arms. Can really be considered a demon arm instead of a mechanical arm? It's made of flesh. I mean, it's ginormous. Yeah, it's this large distended. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's basically, it looks like somebody chopped his arm off and grafted a demonic arm in place. Yeah. And it spews hellfire, that which too. is usually a decent indication Can I... that it's not a prosthetic. If this was a comic book, I would be able to figure out whatever the firing mechanism for the uh, fi- Hellfire is and use it as a gun. But you pull these tendons, it goes like this. Yeah. <laughs> That's not showing his arm. It's the ones on the axe, the one with the talons. Yeah, you can't. Was his left arm, not his right one. That no, was his right arm. Sorry, if I said left, I said it wrong. Anyways. So we cover the bodies, remove the arm, head to the Burgermeister's. Yep, you arrive at the Burgermeister's mansion. Dum, 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 dum. There's no response. I use the arm to open the door. I'm, I am committing to this what? bit, damn it. I am standing far enough back that whatever trap she sets off doesn't hit me. Burgermeister. Oh, I have also used my one cure wounds a day on myself. The Actually. the room, the the room in beyond is completely devoid of people. Connie, the top floor was the one where we weren't allowed before, correct? Yeah. Because of what? Because of wife. No, it was not wife. The wife was on the first floor. Let's because go s- of something. Let's go see if he's upstairs. Because of the guy we're carrying. Connie, would you like to lead? Yep. <laughs> I throw the so arm over my shoulder. Head to the top floor. Uh, I yep. believe there's a staircase. 
So she's gonna head that way. I will follow behind with the arm on my shoulder. Uh, right. Follow behind Maria. You arrive here on the second floor. All right. Yeah. Stop moving yourself. All right. I'm trying to move you to the other floor. Anyone else going up the stairs? I'm following uh, behind Maria. I'm still trying. Yes, I am definitely moving quickly up the stairs. I'm pretty sure we all yeah. are. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, continue up the second part of the stairs. Yep. What do I see out this window? Just the front? Yeah, it's the front of the house. Okay. Heading along. Um, Valo, stop bumping into me. I'm carrying a demon arm. <laughs> I'm carrying a demon arm's body. Valis is like leaving a blood trail, like yep. cartoons. Right. Okay. Through. So this room, busting open the door. Uh, okay, I need to get actually the flavor text for that particular room. Sure. How much money do we want to bet the burgermeister has already left? Screw you guys! I have the as Connie busts open every door. I am standing just to the other side of the door, waving the arm. So like it looks like the arm is just waving from just off the door. You're <laughs> really committed to this bit. Yes, I am. All right. Yes, he is. And so is Maria. <laughs> uh, dolls. This room is full of pretty little dolls with powder white skin and auburn. Hair as I remove the lighting these I move as I remove the lighting block to allow you to see into the room. Uh, some of them dressed beautifully, others plainly. Some of the dolls fill a long bookshelf, and others are arranged in neat rows on wall-mounted shelves. Still others are piled atop a bed in a heavy wooden chest. What's most odd is that all of the dolls, apart from their clothing, look the same. They all look like Irina Kolyana. <laughs> Valis just stops. Looks That's in the room, not creepy. <laughs> looks back. Is Mark? Yes. You may want to see this. And then he turns around. He's just going to leave that for them. And he's going to turn around and kick in this other door. I mean, I was hoping for Valis to help me with this, but can I check and see if they seem like they're cursed or arcane or magical in any way? Uh, you can certainly check while Valis is kicking the other door down. One second. Um, Arcana, maybe? Yes. Cool. It would be Arcana or Religion, oh. whichever is better for you. Well, actually, my Religion is better, but I rolled a natural one, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, they don't seem to be magical in any way. I, okay. will, I will look around the corner and take a look in them as well while, while, while Valis is stomping on a door. I rolled an 18. I'm going to stay in the hallway and listen to see if there's, you know, like any guards coming, chomping through the hallway or whatever. But he's looking for people who just murdered. Um, in case there's more so, city guards looking for us. So, uh, floor to ceiling shelves line every wall of this windowless room, and the number of books contained here is nothing short of astounding, as you find the library, Vallis. Uh, a brass oil lamp at the top of a large desk in the center of the room. The chair behind the desk is comfortably padded and has the symbol of a roaring bear stitched into its black cushion. 
Standing behind the chair, holding an open book, is a bear of a man. His breastplate, rapier, silk tunic, and greasy beard glisten in the lamplight. Resting on small rugs to the left and right are a pair of mastiffs, as you have found Baron Vargas Velakovich. Just to be clear, that's the Burgermeister, right? Yes. I, uh, William, uh, I rolled a 18 looking at the dolls. They yeah, are going magic. Okay. And so, I mean, I feel like we were agreed that we were taking this guy down, correct? Yes, we were. Yeah. There's Level a, three guiding bolt. There's a demonic arm waving in the doorway as Valus, demo, as Valus guiding bolts through it. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and roll an attack. You have advantage for surprise. Okay. 20. Roll damage. 23 radiant he doesn't, damage. He doesn't even get a chance to issue a surprised exclamation before the radiant blast decks him in the face and he immediately turns to ash. Wow. I mean, Handled if we needed evidence, he should have been taken down a long time ago. That seemed rather anticlimactic. <laughs> yeah. And there are the two dogs here. Run forward to try and attack Valis. They're angry dogs. Janelle, would you please help with the dogs? <laughs> You're the only person that can do that non-lethally. <laughs> I like that we're more concerned about the dogs being non-lethally taken care of than the city guard. Yes, the dogs <laughs> don't didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> I, 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 I mean... put them on public rolling, but um, you take seven points of piercing damage, Valus, and need to make a strength saving throw. Uh, those. Both and oh wait, were are those not with advantage? Those are not with advantage. Okay, so yeah, so I only take the seven because my armor class is exactly seventeen. Uh, DC eleven. Please fail and get thrashed around by the dogs while while Jonel is punching them. <laughs> <in the door. laughs> also, if I don't rage, I can also be non-lethal. Ah! <laughs> Yeah, Valis is knocked straight on his ass by the two dogs that pounce immediately Ugh. upon him. Janelle, right, Janelle. Every, everyone else has a turn to try and do something before the dogs go again. Um, uh, Connie is going to animal handling the situation if she can. Because Connie wants to be a fucking cleric. If you can go first, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead and try, Connie. What are you going to try and do? Um, She'll just... She'll pull some rations out of her bag. Down. All right, go ahead and roll me animal handling. But they've already got rations. Four, because I rolled a six, because Connie isn't good at estimating her own abilities. Their, mas their, master, has, their master has been attacked. They are going after Valis, the person who attacked. <laughs> their master okay, so then, yeah, I'm going to whack him with my quarterstaff. All right, go ahead and roll me an attack. Uh, yeah, well, the quarterstaff is bashing. Bashing can be lethal. I am doing my best to be non-lethal with it, which is usually it's, it's, what it's, the rules yeah. as writ say is... Yeah. Uh, technically speaking, you can be non-lethal with any attack. As yeah, but I, I'm I, using I, my quarterstaff because yeah. that's the pacifist yeah. weapon. Yeah, I would it, argue it, you it, cannot be non-lethal with a fireball. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. Roll damage. 
you you hit with both of those. <laughs> you oh. cannot be non-lethal with disintegrate or finger of death. True. Those yeah, two you cannot so, be. So just pop, pop. You knock both of the mastiffs out with one with one knock to the head each. All and right. she looks at one of them, pats it on the head, down. <laughs> Can we take? A, can we uh, first, uh, Ismark? Uh, you, he was very creepy about your sister. We should find her. Uh, and then second, let us take a rest because I need spells. <laughs> and then we third, we deal with the demon lady. Connie and then fourth, we leave. the book. Our exploration is not done. Yes, that was first. I'll continue down the hallway up here. Yeah, I'm yep. going to go down to the far door and open it while other people go to the nearer door. And do also, the dogs have, like, collars or something? They do. They have collars. Okay. And, uh, they have collars. I'll loop some rope around those and, like, leash them to the desk or something. Also, I throw the demonic arm onto the Burgermeister's desk. <laughs> The job was going to be delivery for you, sir, but he died before I could make it. While Maria's opening that door, I am going to try and... Loot is the wrong word. Um, just shove everything from his desk into my bag. We'll read it later. Are you anyone at the end of the hallway, Maria? Yes. Uh, and Janelle, you're deal. opening the one before that one? Yeah. Uh, so, Janelle... This this handsomely appointed room contains a canopied bed, a low bookshelf, and a full mirror, in, a full-length mirror in a wooden frame on the wall across from the door. Set into the north wall is an arched window of leaded glass. Nothing here seems unusual. Straight from the box text. Nothing here seems unusual. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one. This door is locked. It's not locked any longer. Eldritch blast. <laughs> All right, splinter it open. Uh, chain to the back wall of this otherwise empty closet is a badly beaten man wearing nothing but a loincloth. The iron shackles have cut into his wrist, causing blood to trickle down his hands. Valus! I call out as I go in to try to get him out of the chains. Coming. <clears throat> Hello, who are you? I say if he's conscious. Uh, he's not. Okay. Well, in that case, yeah, I'm just gonna try to get him out of the chains. Um, the room that Janelle found with the nothing seems unusual here. I want to investigate real quick because that usually is a warning sign in a house full of creepy things. So, investigation, maybe. Uh, sure. Eight. Nothing seems unusual here. <laughs> Great. Uh, so I hope trying to get this guy out of shackles. Uh, Valis, can you check on him, please? Yes. Do we want to actually heal him up? Probably. Uh, he's not. He's not currently damaged per se. He's just starved 
and not doing well. He's been kept. He's been kept in the Burgermeister's secret sex closet. We should probably get him out. <laughs> so if I can't un if I can't undo the chains manually, I will just blast them off the wall. Yeah, you you, you get them all. You get them off of him eventually somehow. So. And let us take him to a more comfortable location. Yes, I will. I will pick him up. And carry him into the study because this place looks kind of nice. All right. Um. So the place with the pile of ashes. Comment, that as Valis well picks him up, is Valis still also carrying the corpse? No, he dropped the corpse when okay. he the the corpse is somewhere in this hallway. Cool. I think Connie had already swiped all the stuff in the study, so... Yeah, I was just grabbing the stuff out of the desk. We can check the books if we need to be thorough, but she's inclined to head down the hall further. I'm going to go check on Istmark. Okay, uh, buddy. Is, uh, Istmark's just kind of holding one of the dolls. This is wrong. Yes, it's creepy on many levels. We should find your sister. Well, she was in the inn. Last I checked when we came back. Oh, good. Okay. She's not here. That's important. <laughs> this this must they said that Strozny stayed here. This must have been his room. Was he up why was he upset? that this is a really quick amount of work for someone who met her literally three days ago. <sighs> And I'm thoroughly concerned, yes. Like, he either, we... he either was a very, very quick carpenter, or he has had this obsession for a lot longer than we've known her. Uh, Connie will... In matters of obsession, it is important to remember other her past, past stalkers. Um, in matters of new of... people pursuing obsession, it is important to remember past stalkers is probably actually a quote from the book. So yes, that's what she'll say. Uh, he he kind of he kind of turns one of the dolls over. All of the dolls have this same tag. He says he flips it up, which just says "Is no fun, is no blinksy." <laughs> is no fun, is no blinksy. Right. Didn't we which see? Is... Wait, you saw I'm... you saw that on the toy nightmare as well. Yes. Where was the toy nightmare at? In the middle of the road, dropped off of like a wagon or something. This is that toy maker that was at the that 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 that, that is very creepy. <laughs> so apparently, apparently there is a toy maker somewhere named Blinksy, or whose business is called Blinksy or something. Should we? There is still more of this house to explore. Correct. Yes, that is. Yes. Yeah. Should we take a little bit of time to rest? Catch our breath. Uh, I I need to, but if the rest of you would like to continue looking through the rest of the house, I will stay with our uh un with our unconscious friend. Yeah, I think that if might be better. If we are discovering prisoners in cells and the like, there may be further threats. We might all want to take a little bit of a 
rest. I could certainly will, use um, up. Flipping to the part of the book with prepared statements. The kitchen should have food. And indicates the person who is apparently starving. Why does your... I'm not going to ask. Let's take him down to the kitchen. <laughs> Actually, she just flips to a different page. This book contains the words of soon. It also contains many practical statements that a follower might need to use in daily life. Including statements of self-introduction, which should not be taken as divine words, simply the name of a follower. Right. Let's go to the kitchen. <laughs> Makes sense. Do we know where the kitchen is? Downstairs. We saw it last time. Yeah. So, unless we get accosted on the way, I think we're headed there. Alright, so you head to the kitchen. Cool. I'll, I will take, I will uh, carry the dogs down with <laughs> us so that they're not, so they don't wake up in a, so they don't wake up in a room with a dead, with a disembodied arm and just outside the hallway, a dead body. And ashes that smell like master. That too. <laughs> yeah. Over, make dogs. sure close the front door to begin with. <laughs> she shrunk. Bar it if lock it if necessary or if possible. Alright. Who's going where? We're all going to the kitchen. All kitchen. Okay. Esmeralda, meanwhile, is going to do a little bit more exploration up on the second floor. Be careful! Yeah. But she's uninjured. I mean, I'm nearly. Uh, need to step away real quick. Alright. Hey, I'm fully healed, but more importantly, I've got my spell slots back. All right, so you you take a short rest in the in the kitchen. Yep. yep. Take time trying to feed this guy if he'll eat. He's unconscious. He's probably going to need the help of like the the town cleric to look after him. He looks like he's probably been comatose for a bit. Yeah, just like basic medical stuff. Make sure he gets some water in his system, yep. even if he's not really able yeah. to. Yeah. So like. You can make sure that he's not going to die in the next couple of hours, but you'll probably want to get him to Father Petrovich for actual yeah. taking care of. By the way, where, is everyone else's token somewhere else? Uh, you're sorry, you're outside the room. Oh, okay. So rest for a bit. See if Esmeralda comes back down. Uh, yeah, after after a while, um, she kind of returns to the the bottom floor and steps into the kitchen. So, all of you enjoying your rest? What did you find? Uh, I found a third floor. A third floor. Yes, that was the floor we were told not to go up to. No, the second floor was also very interesting, but I found an attic, basically. 
Anything in there that we need to know about? Uh, lots of junk. I did not explore the full room. Ah, so we'll still need to go and look. There may be some magical worthwhile treasures. Uh, Connie will flip. There is another, seems to go down a list, building house outside. Is there? Yeah, the servants' quarters was a detached building. Yeah. And we haven't seen any of them so far, so that might be worth checking. Uh, yes, that is fair. I'll finish clearing out the attic, and then we'll go check on the servants' quarters after we rest. Uh, oh, uh, did, uh, Connie, did you, did you grab things out of the uh, study? Uh, yeah, she'll dump whatever happened to have been in his desk or on it, other than the demon hand. I know what that is. We brought that. Yeah. Give me one second. Library. While we're resting, we'll go through all that information. Uh, If there's anything. There might be nothing. There's, There's mostly books. Okay. No, like, papers or letters or anything on his desk? Not at the moment. There's a series of different books on basically every subject. Okay. But oh, one then never years. mind. No seemingly important papers. I mean, you, got, you grab some random books that have... I mean, are there any matters. books on dolls or the stocking of people or something? Probably not. Dollmakers of Barovia, an intermediate guide. All right. Well then, we finish our rest. Hopefully uninterrupted. Yep. All right. Let's go look at the attic, and then we'll go to the servants' quarters. All right, uh, so you head up to the third floor. Just glancing in the other rooms that Esmeralda would have checked on the way, I guess, just to see if there's anything that particularly grosses us out. Um, the only oh, thing of so. particular note uh, is in the... There is a dressing room on the second floor that I will put a lot of you in the hallway for Maria go. I'm still in the kitchen. Bop. 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 The doors that she has opened. Um, so, in this room, as I move all of you here, uh, the, this room smells of powder and fine perfume. A vanity with a mirror stands against one wall next to a faceless wooden mannequin wearing a white bridal gown. 
Mounted on another wall is a full-length mirror with a gilded frame. A door in one corner leads to a garderobe. I don't know why he has, like, a full bridal gown that looks like it has literally never been worn sitting in this room. Uh, Connie will flip to, where is the wife? And then flip a different page. Consider the stalker. And then close the book. I would like to... Arena situation? I would like to look over the dress and basically the room using my keen eye for uh, clothing um, and see if there's anything unique or special about this dress or this room or anything that stands out to me, basically. So what are you using? Can I also get an artisan roll? Um, Investigation or Arcana, I guess, would be the... Either one, whichever one you want. With Maria's keen fashion sense? Yes. I am a noble. noble. I'm a cleric of soon. I'm supposed to know about craftsmanshipy things. Alright. Yeah, you can also roll me investigation or 17. arcana or whatever you feel like. Eight. Seventeen. The dress is very well made. Um, it seems to have maybe been worn once, probably. Probably on the wedding day of the, the baron and the baroness. Um, but has not seen much touch since then um and has mostly just been sitting here been taking very good care of but not uh like just literally has been hanging here the entire time this, this is the uh baroness this will be the likely the baroness's dress that it is common enough to uh, keep your wedding dress if you're a person of nobility or standing to sort of keep it in nice condition as sort of a testimony to once i wore this and it was pretty at one time in the past Mm. Yes. There it is. There are there are many there are many nobles uh, in in Thay, for instance, who will uh, parade. Actually, in in Thay, they have them like sort of magically animated, so like you have the dresses flowing around as if they were people inside, but they're not. Uh, but it's a similar concept. I grow to hate your homeland more with every word you say about it. To be clear, Thay is not my homeland. I'm originally from Am. And other than the only, the only other thing I've adopted in this... homeland. Kind of. I was a, I was taken as a slave. Not your adopted <laughs> homeland. <laughs> The only, the only, the only other thing of note in this room is the gilded mirror, like full-length, extravagant gold mirror on the wall. Uh, but other than that, it leads directly into what appears to be the master bedroom. Boom! I don't know what the exclamation was for. Oh, what was the boom for? Kicking the door open. Okay, you head to the master bedroom. Uh, and Esmeralda kind of. Points out to the ceiling where you can see like a small wooden platform. The trap door to head up to the to the attic is here. Walk over to trap door. You pull it down, and like the the trap door descends with a full like ladder to climb up yep. to the attic. Do not break yeah, the ladder, Alice. He stops, looks down. You're very Why heavy. Why would I break the ladder? You're very heavy. I am not that heavy. 
The sound effects you're making indicated that you're very heavy. <laughs> like 180 pounds. <laughs> All right, so you entered. You entered the attic storeroom. He's big, uh, but he's not like a freaking. This this dusty twenty foot square room has a high pitch has a high pitched ceiling that reaches its peak twenty feet above. The wooden rafters are shrouded in cobwebs, except for an old table with a lantern on it. This room is empty. I see a door. You do see a door. Um, I am walking to the door. We're also assuming everybody is coming with yeah, me. Yeah, we're all coming up. Yeah. We're, we're, we're being fuck. slowly teleported. I like the idea that they're just like, just let him handle it. Just let him get eaten by whatever's up there. <laughs> if he screams, then we'll go up. <laughs> open the door. He does not kick this door open. All right. Uh, this, attic, this large attic is full of old, forgotten things draped in white sheets. Piled around them are barrels, crates, trunks, and old furnishings covered with cobwebs and dust. You can see a clear footpath through the maze. Holy shit, you guys! Look at all this crap! It's worse than we expected. He's not just a demon. He's a hoarder demon. I want to. I would like to thoroughly look through all the shit and see if there's anything of value. Uh, perhaps. Literally, written in the book, searching through the junk in this attic uncovers a few old paintings and antiques, but nothing of value. <laughs> Not Travis only is there a lot of shit, it's all shit. <laughs> so he is a hoarder. So next door, um, Valis. Uh. Valis. The door. Someone, someone has carved a large skull into this door. Hanging from the doorknob is a wooden sign that reads, "All is not well." You hear a young man's voice beyond. I'm sorry. What's on the door? It is a large skull carved into the door. Hanging from the doorknob is a wooden sign that reads, "All is not well." I'm go. Okay. That's the international sign of don't just open this door like an idiot. Don't dead. Open inside. <laughs> <laughs> so I am going to Perception the door. Uh, you look or for Arcana, or I guess. Uh, or... Investigation or Arcana. Arcana it is. Looks like a door. Open it. All right. So as you, as you, as you oh, open the man. door, the glyph of warding goes off. Of course it does. Best spell. You take twenty-two points of lightning damage. Ouch. Valis, don't don't bite your tongue off, Valis. As you, as, so, as you, as you open the door, someone has taken old mismatched furniture and created a study, uh, and, and created a, uh, someone has taken old mismatched furniture and created, and created a study. Is this dusty lamplit chamber? Sorry, that's, that's actually the way the box text reads. Uh, tables are strewn with pieces of parchment on which strange diagrams are drawn and a freestanding bookshelf holds a collection of bones. A dusty rug covers the floor in front of a pine box on which lounges a skeletal cat. 
Several more skeletal cats skulk about. Most unnerving of all is the sight of three small children standing with their backs to you in the northeast corner of the room. Oh, no, you, they did not Blair Witch this shit. Oh, look, cuties. I like that Jeremy is so <laughs> offended that it goes over the Valis hates undead things, hates undead things, hates undead things filter. Oh, look, it's kitty cats with no fur or flesh. Turn, uh, are, are, they are actual moving cats. Yes, like they are. Skeletons. They are like skeleton. They're acting like cats, but they're visible. Turn undead. Skeletons. I don't think they can succeed that, so they turn to ash, basically. Yeah, because I, have, I destroy it CR uh, a half or below. Yeah, it's CR zero. They just turn to ash. How, how do the children react <sighs> if they are children? They don't react whatsoever. I'm walking over to the children. Do you have eyes of the grave, yes, sir? Uh, I mean, it's up to you. They didn't react to the turn undead, so fair enough. Yeah. Um, as you as you turn one of the children around, they appear to be a painted wooden doll wearing a set of clothes, wearing a set of children's clothes. He turns around, looks at the others. What is it with this screwed up family and creepy dolls? Creepy dolls, uh, they tend to go hand in hand, I say, as I go and look at what appears to be a chest in the corner. I look at the desk and see what's on it. Can I try and determine who these dolls might be? Oh. Uh, they don't. They they appear to be like vague, a child kind of. Okay. Dolls. They don't seem to be anyone specific. In they, lots of nobles. If if they were nobles that uh, were infertile and could not have children, they would uh they would take uh like they would sometimes uh like paint up dolls as if they were their children that they could not have, instead of adopting, which is very confusing and uh very very odd and very creepy. Uh, there are a lot of creepy people in today. Uh, the trunk in the corner contains several bolts of silk cloth, needles and thread, and what appears to be like a half-finished, almost wizardly-styled robe. I pull out the robe. I walk over to Valus. I hold it up, like measuring it against him. <laughs> I'm not wearing that. How pretty is it? Uh, it's not. It's like a. It's like a handmade someone who is maybe meticulous, but not necessarily good at their job. Trying to hand sew a wizard robe. Connie will take it. Flip through the book. You have found fine kindling. It's not finished yet, obviously. I'm gonna go Craft check out the workstation. Yeah, I'm gonna check the out table. the desk. It's Connie and Maria argue over clothes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which you know, incidentally, we have the girls arguing over clothes as the boys do the practical work. I mean, Sorry. we just got done doing the practical work. We can let the boys. Now do let's this. Up to. 
Uh, I am. Yeah, I'm looking out for the 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 the, the, the tables and tables. And no, the uh, the uh, there the tables are covered in pieces of parchment. Um, on on each of the sheets of parchment, they are covered with like elaborate diagrams of magic circles that look vaguely like what might be like teleportation circles or something. Okay. And take one, hold one up to Maria and going, does this mean anything to you? Uh, Arcana? Nope. <laughs> Doesn't mean she can I Arcana? also make Arcana. Yeah. I feel would know nothing about Anyone this. who I'm... wants to can Arcana. <laughs> wow! 20! 21. So, Valus, you recognize this because you've worked with a few wizards in your time. And Connie, you recognize this because there was actually a wizard at your temple of Soon who was, who, like, yeah. had a lot of their notes from when they were younger. These are sort of like an amateur wizard's first attempt at writing down a teleportation circle. Wait a minute. I don't. My magic does not uh, really entail teleporting so much as it does stabbing people in the face. So, I'm gonna look at that sign on the door again. The sign says, "All is not well." Yeah. Wait which, a minute. Which is an obvious reference to the Burgermeister's refrain. It's just hard to know who, whose room this is, essentially. Yes. So. Isaac did not appear to have any magical. So it's been it's been craft. about a it's been about a minute. So appearing in the corner of the room as his greater invisibility spell wears off is a disheveled, young-looking uh, man uh, in sort of half-torn and moss and moth-tune robes who appears in the corner of the room as he realizes the spell wears off. He looks up. Ah! And that is where we're going to end for the week. <laughs> Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.